DM wasn't feeling too well last week, so uh, yeah, session's canceled. What's up? It's me. It's Perseus Glaxus, or whatever the hell I'm called Perseus in these parts. <laughs> Bro, I, it's not you. This is like, no, this, that's my Spelljammer character. Don't worry. It's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all coming together. It's literally so just Percy Glaxon. I don't understand what the struggle I is. You know what? You know what, Josh? Much like the Joker, I, you know, if I choose to have a backstory, I want oh. it to be multiple choice. So I want Percy's Glaxus to now have multiple names. God, I hate, I hate everything. <laughs> I hate. I, I just. Okay, oh. it's fine. Yeah, it's I, worst it, part it's, is, yeah. What I was thinking about that fucking sticker I just uploaded to my server. How I wanted the Germa beer sound effect to play whenever I posted it. So Percy is glaxiest to send me over there. Oh, fuck. My life is pain. I'm uh, trapped in a prison of my own making. Yes, off, to a, off to a banger start, as always, when, when I'm oh running the show. Uh, but yeah, oh, it's me, Matt. Christ. I'm here with the, the boys, I'm Josh and Isaiah. Uh, say, say hi, guys. What's, oh, what's up? What's what are you doing? Up? I refuse to say anything unless you do it. Okay. Well, on that note, uh, Josh, you want to tell our uh, the lovely listeners where can they uh, and will find more content like this? Oh, fuck you for that one. That was a <laughs> that was a fucking maneuver you just pulled. Yes, sir. <laughs> I can't believe you. Oh, like, like, <laughs> I, I I think I played myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay then. All right, Matt, you win this round. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, fuck. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, just, uh, hey, hey, hit a little pause. Actually, you don't even have to hit the pause button. I don't know why I say that. Hit the follow or subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to right now. That'd be real nice. Uh, we got, we got, we got, uh, 40, 40 subarinos over on the old YouTubes now. So thank you for that. Oh, do we? Sick. Thank you guys. Yeah. See, si, senor. Mm-hmm. All right. Back to you, jackass. Yeah, but uh, so today, uh, on top of last week being sick and still recovering, on top of working a lot, Just don't and be on sick. top of, yeah, you know, I, I, I try, man. It's, it's real hard. Uh, and then also the fact, much like that one guy from, uh, oh, what's that Kevin Smith movie? Oh, fuck. What's the what, what's the first one that he, he got real famous for? I don't Kevin know Smith. what the fuck you're talking yeah. about. You know, the uh, guy who made Jane sound Bob. Uh, what's the fuck? Oh my god, I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna be so bad. Anywho's much like that one guy where he's like, you know, today's supposed to be my day off. I wasn't supposed to host today. So on top of all that, uh didn't wanna didn't really have my notes prepared for my uh Matt's really long, fucking goddamn long campaign. So uh instead we're gonna I'm just gonna I'm gonna steal Isaiah's idea. Oh. You know, just we're just gonna brain dump constantly. Oh, brain dump. Brain dump, game dump, whatever we're calling the series of where we just, you know, <laughs> talk about, you know, what's what's going on in our minds right now. What's happening up here? We agreed to nothing. In our noggins. And I don't like the word dump being used. <laughs> I, I, like, I like what's going on in your brain right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's too long. What? Ah. W. E. How about what you're thinking about? What you thinking about? Uh, what you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> that. that just reminds me of fucking the, the Ashley Birch. Hey, Ash, what you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I'm getting it. Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. You're doing our best, bud. We're Great. only, what, uh, uh, three minutes, minutes in? in. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, no, I'm just uh, on top of not feeling well and all that stuff. Uh, I just figured, you know, you know, no campaign storytelling today. I'll just, you know, I'll just brain dump myself onto the platform and see what uh, what we pick up and, and conversate over. Yes, please, please, please tell us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, recently, uh, on, on, uh, up to date at this moment, uh, the I don't up know if anybody has at been this li- moment. Uh, at this moment, yep, you know what I said. I don't get what um, you mean, but sure. Wizards of the Coast and Hasbro have recently uh, announced actually a couple things. The survey packets for the last UA, the one that had way too much shit in it, uh, that's out now. So if you haven't done your survey, do your you know your service and, and go do it because fucking right, someone's I, got I, him. I you know. Uh, I'm gonna let you finish, except I'm not. Um, I, do we want to just do we want to just discuss the survey thing right now? We could. I mean, I did mine there. I did. I did mine like while I was at work today. All right. I'm gonna. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna I'm keep it 100 with you, Chief. Yeah. I have not done any of the surveys except for the first one because it occurred to me. I mm. just I just don't care enough. I just don't have the energy, and this whole playtest thing. It's just driving me insane and people on the internet are making me salty. So I'm just choosing the path of 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 inner peace and just letting whatever happen happens. That's where I'm well, at with this shit. Well, okay. I so I appreciate your 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 path to inner peace. I like that one. Very yeah. Buddhist of you. Yeah. But yeah. um what was I gonna say? Uh uh Why why are they why are people on the internet bothering you? What what is going on there? Uh, um was it you I was talking to Isaiah where I was talking about people uh, with the whole create a spell situation right yeah yeah that was us yeah okay I don't know if Matt was there or not but people it's like okay it's playtest right another phrase you could use is beta right point being it's unfinished right and multiple times Mr. Mr. Jawcraw and Mr. Percorinos have both said that a bunch of the things they're doing in the playtest is effectively, although they say it a little nicer than this, is effectively just throwing shit in the wall and seeing what happens, right? Um, I distinctly remember them mentioning like the the crit rules that came out with the first playtest. They were like, we kind of assume people wouldn't like it, but we just kind of threw it out there just to kind of see what happens, right? Mm-hmm. So with this understanding... Mm-hmm. It's all playtests and it's all fucking around. And a lot of it is stuff that the designers know is not even necessarily a good idea, but they're throwing out there just to kind of gauge things, gauge feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Why are people treating it like gospel? Every playtest, every playtest comes out and people treat it like it's the fucking Bible. And I'm so sick of it because it literally defeats treating it like the Bible defeats the entire point. And I just I can't take it anymore. On I top of the fact, hold on, hold on, I have to finish. Yeah. There's a whole rant here. <laughs> Let him cook. I gotta cook because it's just <laughs> so that that's the first part of it. I'm like, stop treating it like the Bible. You have one rule in there that you don't like, and then all you're doing is focusing on this rule you don't like, and then not looking at anything else or paying attention to any of the shit that you do or don't that you do like. And then the other problem is this whole horseshit of something comes out 
and it's playtest, which means it hasn't been fully playtested. And then what do people do? They start making builds and combos with playtest material and the official 2014 rules and smash them together and go, hey guys, I figured out this new cool way you could break your campaign. And it's like, you fucking Neanderthals. First of all, you're combining the unfinished product with the finished product. That's not how that works. You can't, no, you can't, that's just, fuck off, stop it. But then also, yeah, people have been doing that forever. People do it constantly. With it's, Ooh. Yeah. And then also, why are you going out of your way to break the game on purpose? Why? <laughs> what is the point? Do you have Wait, no joy in your life? Corner. I think people just right, want to. Hey, yeah. I, all right, I guess Isaiah, do you want to go first? And then I can... no, I'm just gonna go hide in the corner now. <laughs> okay. No, because I <laughs> all that shit um, leads to I, I'm not doing the service. Okay. Uh, I think it's a couple of reasons. A, because it's coming from Wizards of the Coast, the official arbiters of D&D, people treat it, like you said, people treat it as gospel. So it's like, so if the makers of the game are playtesting this, then that means this is what they're working on. Therefore, we can use it in our games. That's what a lot of players do. A lot of DMs sometimes, you know, which is not know, allow or unallow, but a lot of not how that and works. I, again, I'm not trying to be that guy, but play. This is a player thing. A lot of players because I've had this multiple times in my games. A new UA comes out and they look at it and they'll be like, ooh, Matt, can I try this out? Ooh, Matt, can I try it? You know, or the, oh, this really broken thing that was in UA. Uh, I'm going to pick, you know, like uh, like this fighting style or this this subclass thing that didn't make it into Xanathar's or, or Tasha's or whatever, but it's in the UA, so we're going to use that, right? And I'm like, no, what? What? <laughs> no, why'd you no. even pick that? Like, what? <laughs> So it's it's a constant thing. It's a player thing where they see new shiny, and well, because it's playtest, it's broken as fuck, and they just want to use it because well, it's cool. It, it's cool not, new shiny, broken, broken as fuck thing. It's not always broken are as also, fuck. To be fair, uh, it's not always broken as fuck. There's been plenty of playtests that were fine. Right. Well, most of the well, all right. This is the other thing. Most of the things that I have or seen, plenty of UAs, I should say. That yeah, most of the things that I have seen that players pick from UA have been things that have been broken as fuck that players want to use that didn't get pushed forward well, for okay. reasons. Hold on, hold so. on. There's two different things here. There's two different scenarios, though, that you've laid out in, in, in one fell swoop here. Because, so, if there's a, like, a, a subclass, you know, like, uh, my memory is not strong enough on these, but, like, you know, whatever. Zealot Barbarian in the UA, which later got printed into Xanathars or some shit. Obviously, if it gets officially printed, don't go back and use the UA version <clears throat> just because it's like more powerful or whatever. That's just that's kind of a dick move. Now, if you want to ask your GM like, oh, there was a part about it that I liked better. Can we try and add Hawkett onto the new official version? Sure, that's fine. Mm. OK, but, so I was actually I'm happy that you made that distinction because I was going to immediately come back with what what if you want to sort of hybridize what came out yeah, and yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's because for me I think I've, I've complained about this a million and a half times I really liked the UA astral self where your whole yeah, thing yeah, was yeah. I punch more because I'm a weird common writer and I can punch fast and then they took that out wholesale and I really wish they had have kept that in I find it weird that you said I'm a weird common writer and not I'm a Jojo stand who can punch I, fast I <laughs> because I just think of like a star platinum I, aura, aura I know I don't know why I said that yeah, I don't. I'm just gonna mm -hmm. sit here in my cringe. I don't know. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah. If you want to sort of ad hoc afterward, that's you know uh, that's different. And but but comma. However, 
if you're the player who's like, can I use the old UA thing and try and like do some adjusting, then you don't be an asshole when your GM adjusts it. Right? All right. You got to if you're if you're doing that, you got to play nice. And if the GM's going to nerf it or adjust it, then you can't bitch and moan about it. Yeah. But that's one scenario. The other uh, scenario with the UA, like you could bitch and moan in the sense that you can have the back and forth, but I'm saying don't be a dick about it. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, like if, if a GM is like, okay, cool, so you can do this thing, but I'm going to completely change it and take away the thing that you thought like was interesting well, about that's, it. That's not what I said. I, no, <laughs> I know. Now you're putting know, words in my mouth. I, that's not what I said. No, 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 I'm not. No, 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 no I'm, what I'm he, saying he's, he's is presenting, yeah, oh, if that is what you do, then yes, you have full reign to be like, hey, GM, let's, that's not chill. Let's talk about this. That's what I was trying to say. Well, I'm talking about the GM trying to balance the math of it. I'm not talking about changing it so that it's not the thing you're excited about anymore. Those are two different things. Well, I think that, yes, there's the, but there's an instance where the GM in attempting, you know, doing what they think is fixing the math could tamper with the thing that you really like. So that's when you want to have the conversation. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe this is the least relevant part of this. (laughs) So, sure. The part that I'm trying to get at, though, the more important half of this Mm. is when the UA comes out and you get excited and go, ooh, new shiny, can I try it? That's fine, but you have to be aware that it's playtest, ergo, your GM or one of the other players or someone at the table could potentially say, hey, we're going to adjust that if you want to keep using it because... X, Y, and Z reason it's play test. It's yeah. too powerful. It's not powerful enough. Blah, 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 whatever. Like mm-hmm. if you're using the play test, you got to be open to the adjustments. You can't treat it as my original point, like the Holy Bible, because it's not the Bible. Yeah. It's, the draft. Just, it's the Bible draft. Yeah. <laughs> the and, and there are things version. that people might like uh, might agree with or disagree with. And then that's when, again, you have that conversation with your DM and you guys work on it. Like, uh, was it the Ascendant Monk? The the Dragon Monk that came out in Fizzman? Yeah. 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 Everyone loved it in the UA, and then when it came to the actual book, they nerfed uh, the the Dragon Aspect ability that everyone loved, and everyone's like, well, this was going to be good. And so me looking back and forth, the minor changes they did to nerf that ability, which didn't need to be nerfed. Yeah, it was one of those things where I'm like, this might be an occasion where I might just say, I'll just take the UA ability and just throw that in the main one and say fuck it because it doesn't matter yeah i mean it's cool it's, it's like yeah it's, it's your it, again, table. It's the conversation yeah it's, it's your it. table so that's fine but the 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 problem comes from everyone like going online and being like oh look at fun thing i made or oh x thing bad because why and i'm like yeah you're like judging and it'd be like it'd be <laughs> it'd be like if someone's like trying out a recipe and they make like a tiny serving and they they make like three different versions of it and then you just tell them how yeah. shit they are at cooking because all three versions were bad it's like bro i'm trying the new recipe that's the whole point yeah i mean to, so yeah to, i'm just over credit. this ua shit i just i'm just i just or I, the one d the play test the u i just i'm over it i'm good I, well i remember nah. well last month i told you guys the same thing like between the ogl shit and everything i was like oh yeah the ogl i was help. like i didn't fucking i'm like dude i'm not filling out the the survey yeah, i yeah, don't yeah. have the energy i don't no, I and don't. you know, I I watched the video where Jawcar talked, and they're like, yeah, they're like the Paladin got really good scores, and I'm like, I'm like how? And then it's like, yeah, the Druid got really, you know, 50 percent, and I'm like, makes fucking sense. So I don't, I don't know. I you know, and, and this this new one, I'm definitely 
Yeah, I, I wonder if because there was so much... A, I wonder if because of the classes and the weapon masteries, more people are likely to do this one. Like, I mean, I did it. I didn't want to um, do it. But I'm like, you know maybe? what? I, I'm like, I, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I didn't do the last one. I kind of have some opinions about the, this new shit. So I'm like, fuck it. Maybe. But, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if anyone's going to do this one or extra or if they're not because it's too big or yada, yada, yada. I mean, the size of it is not really the designer's fault uh they kind of got shoe like pushed into a they corner because of the ogl shit and they had yeah. to put it out because they still have to say this is the thing that's fucked up the 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 higher ups are the ones that fucked them over with the ogl stuff but the higher ups are also the same people telling them that they can't change the release date so they just mm. fucked them in both directions they just they just they ass fucked them and mouth fucked them at the same time with the with uh with the, some spiky friends, you know, and just yeah, that, that was fun. it. Yeah, no, it's just not, mm. you know, um, mm. and you know the other thing, honestly, and uh, maybe this is a little inflammatory. Maybe this is gonna piss off the internet. Um, it occurred to me, I don't give enough of a shit about this game to give playtest feedback. I don't care mm. enough about IV to like want to influence its existence uh i don't know if that's inflammatory i think it is it's worth <laughs> I'm just, uh, being honest no I'm, I, I, I don't, yeah again i don't think it's inflammatory but um just not as invested into yeah, this yeah. specific game as, i just as others, i just or, don't yeah just i just general, don't like, care <laughs> enough to do the work like it's not my favorite tabletop game by a country mile and it's become so exhausting the discourse around it that I'm like, nah, namaste, bitch, inner peace. Y'all do whatever well, the fuck you want. What I think it is worth doing is if you want to enjoy the game more, that's where I would say then you should probably put your two cents in because you at least have a chance to influence it maybe closer to something that you want. Uh, yeah. No, because, well, I, uh, potentially, but the thing is, is there's two things, two two factors that made me go. I had that thought. There's two things though that make me go, nah, fuck it. Is one, uh, the game I want 5e to be, and the game that the designers want 5e to be, I have realized are not the same thing and are never going to be the same thing. And there's probably a bunch of reasons for that. Some of which is, you know, I if it were up to me and I had ultimate control, I would do some pretty drastic changes with 5e with D&D in general. But because D&D is a legacy longtime brand, there's certain things they just will not change. You know what I mean? I mean, you can always change it for your home game. Well, so that was my second point is if I'm going to play the game and I and I feel like I'm not going to enjoy what I currently have. I'm just going to fix it my damn self for my own table. That's just how I'm going to do it, you know? Yeah, and we've talked about that before. I think the the big thing to to care about in that sense is if you can try to influence things towards the direction you want, you would therefore have to do less work. Uh, yes, but the, the difference is uh, me filling out the survey is there's a tiny possibility that I influence the game in a direction I would like, whereas me homebrewing shit at my own table is guaranteed to be exactly what I want and be how I want. And the only people that are going to argue with me are the other people at the table. And I can have a very direct, quick feedback back and forth conversation with them. And I can iterate really fast and easily. So it's just, it's just less stress for me. And because I don't find like 
if I found game hacking to be like boring or difficult, this might be a different scenario. But I I like fucking with and monkeying with the game and hacking and all that shit. So it's like very low stress. It's more stress for me to fill out the survey than to just fix it for my own table. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. it's just it's that's that's just kind of how the math works out for me. And like I said, because I know the game is not going to be the game I would want or the game I would make, then I'm not going to try and like push against the tidal wave, as it were. You know, like the designers have certain goals that they're going to implement. And some of them I agree with and some of them I don't. And like, that's kind of that, you know, for example, I would completely overhaul how equipment and encumbrance works. They're not going to do that. I would probably completely overhaul stats. They're not going to do that. You know, like there's just certain things. It's it's just not happening. All right. So, uh, yeah, sorry, Matt. I don't really have as much to talk about this because. Uh, have you been filling out the service? Um, I, I filled out one. Have you had uh, not had the desire? No, I just usually forget. I'm just really bad with remembering when the surveys are due. And then I go, okay, I'm going to sit down and do the survey. And then the due date was a week ago. And I went, oh, shit. Um, well, the current one's still up. It is. If I was you care, curious if about you that. care to. <laughs> I might. I don't know. Because uh, I know because you really like the magic spells and stuff. So I do. I do. So my, my question was, is the player's handbook that they just released, what, this week or something? Current um, play test. Yeah. Is that, did they do any changes from, or did they just compile them? What? What do you mean? Oh, oh no, the thing Matt posted is the survey. Yeah, I posted the survey for the last PDF. For the the player's handbook playtest, which is the last one we got. There's not a new one. The six classes, the couple of feats. There's no new one. Yeah. My eye was under the impression it was a new, like it was no. iteration, you know, one point two three. No, it's play. It's playtest no. five. It's not playtest six. Got yeah. it. Five got is it, the most it. recent one, and that's the one that had the rest of the classes except for monk question mark uh, and, the, and the weapon masteries. Yeah, supposedly next time we might see the monk and or the another iteration. That apparently they said they have like multiple iterations of the druid that they want to like present and see what people stick with or what I people like definitely like to see that because i was you know i i think that like just like the rest of you it was yeah. not really vibing though in all fairness i don't really vibe with druid on the reg so i was gonna you say know. you don't even like druid so i feel like there's nothing they could possibly do to make you happy i'm gonna be honest no that's not true that's not true um okay okay let me ask this question then isaiah <laughs> your hand did the golden keys do whatever the fuck you want with the druid. No one will tell you no. What do you do? Uh, so I would a tie a bunch of their other stuff to their wild shape, so that's not just not the only thing your wild shape does as standard, like as a class ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just get rid of all of the the fucking animal restrictions. I think that's so dumb. Uh, I hate all that you have of the animal up. restrictions. What do you mean? Get rid of the animal? Like, uh, yeah. yeah. If I want to be level one and turn into a fish, let me turn into a fucking fish. Or if I want to be level two and turn into a bird, let me turn into a bird. Like, there's well, no real difference well, in the, you having a bird or you having a familiar. Are you being a bird or having a familiar? Well, you the, can look through its eyes. The problem isn't being level one and turning into a bird. The problem is being level one and turning into a rock. The bird rock. Well, sorry, no. Or, okay, let me. The let, problem let me is turning into a giant eagle at level one, yeah, or an yeah, elephant, yeah. so or an let, elephant, let me specify. or a T Rex. The the CR restrictions 
I would probably, I'd, I'd, you know, give you bigger things to turn into personally, but no, no, no. I, I meant mainly the type of animal you can turn into at the certain levels. I think that's dumb as fuck. I've never liked that. And I hate oh, the idea. You of, mean like, oh, the you get swimming at one level and then flying at another yeah, level. No, I think that's the stupidest shit on the planet. I would throw that out. The CR restrictions, I would keep. I'd fuck with them. So, you know, at higher levels, beasts are not worthless. Although they stop being good, you know, not particularly early on. Sorry, not particularly late in the game. But, you know, the cooler ones you get, the cooler ones you get. You yeah, know? I mean, uh, well, also, they, they, they last quite a bit longer if you go Moon Druid. <laughs> Um, yeah. They do because you get the elementals, but I, I. Well, no, you also get a higher CR level. Oh, do you? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, higher CR level earlier on than other druids, and yeah, at, don't at, druids can't they just alter like they they can become any kind of like CR monster lower than their level or something like that, right? Yeah, and no. that, that shape change that's a level seventeen ability. That's a oh, spell. Oh, that spell, the spell, yes. Um, but uh, the specifically with wild shape, moon druids go up to CR six with their wild shape. Yeah, even that, I think that's still way too low. There's not that many things beyond it, TBH. So, like, well, it, well that's why I'm saying just just give them the rest. Like, <laughs> actually, I don't even know if there's anything. Be- I'm checking it right now. I don't even know. Um, uh, best theory. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. I mean, the flying. Uh, there's four things. The highest CR6. beast. How is that a fucking beast? Ball the Ravager? No, that's not a beast. The highest oh. CR beast is a T-Rex at CR8. Uh, so at CR6, you get a mammoth. CR7, you get a giant ape. CR8, you get a huge giant crab, a sperm whale, and a T-Rex. Um, so it, you're pretty much in the monster manual. You're only missing out on the giant ape and the T-Rex. So, which you can in, use if, polymorph or shape change. If so. your your dungeon master lets you use the plane shift uh, Kaladish, you get the Leviathan, the Sky Leviathan, the big uh, the big floating whale. That'd be I, cool as fuck if you're level twenty and you can turn into the giant whale. I mean, you could with shape change, but like, I don't want to waste a ninth level spell on that. I don't see what you're talking about, but sure. This uh, thing from Magic the Gathering? Hold it's on. A, one of the Magic the Gathering plane shift PDFs. Yeah, look at that big boy. I, I'm looking at the list right now and I don't see that thing on there, so I don't know what the hell you're it's talking not, about. It's not, it's a, yeah, it's a. Oh, I'm a, on, I'm on. I don't uh, even know the, what you would call it. I'm on 5e tools. No, I know, yeah, I am it's, too. It's a PDF, it's a, it's not an, it's an official, not official supplement. It's in this weird limbo zone. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's, a, <laughs> it's what I, what I like to call the dubiously canon. Yeah, I'm still not seeing it. But anyway, I don't know Here, where I'll just I'll just send you the link, I guess. Um, the yeah, I, I I I suppose you could do the restriction based it, that didn't. What? Did it not? Oh, no, it did. I'm. You probably in your uh, five. No, not one. Five it, it, tool settings. You'd have to go in and click on it to allow. No, I did the search. And, okay. I don't know why it's not Sky Leviathan CR10. Yeah. Sure. Awful looking, guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Not relevant. The, the uh, 
Oh my god, technically Traxagor is considered a beast because he shapeshaped he into yes, an otter. He's a fucking otter. Yeah, buddy. Oh, was that the wizard in <laughs> That's the wizard uh, in Baldur's Gate. Yeah, then Lurus yeah. that shapeshaped into an otter. I love him. Oh, funny. Uh, he's such a good boy. <laughs> that's real goofy. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. The re- I, I guess I'm not really 100% sure what the design decision behind the um, restricting the flying and swimming to certain levels. I, um, but- well, I think it's easy because on, for, I'll just on the DM side, you know, most new DMs don't really know how to deal with a level one character that can fly. Yeah, so I get so- that. But here's the thing, Matt. So hmm. at fourth level. Uh, so you have to get to 8th level to get a flying speed and you can go up to CR1, right? But like, mm. at 2nd and 4th level you can do CR1 quarter and CR1 half. If you could do something with flying at CR1 quarter and CR1 half, you're turning into like, a parakeet. Like, it, there's nothing like, there's nothing in there that's gonna be like a problem for the DM because you're gonna be basically useless. You know what that's I mean? kind of why, yeah. That that's sort of my 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 train of thought because at that point you're just a familiar, yeah. right? So to 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 <laughs> to give you an idea of like the 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 coolest thing, if your DM allowed it, the coolest thing you could possibly do at fourth level if you're allowed to use flying speed is a CR one half awakened giant wasp. That's it with 13 hit points, 12 AC and one D six piercing damage. Like you can't like, it doesn't really matter or, or you could turn into one of the giant canaries that Bahamut has, but just the bird, not anything else, which has more health than the wasp. A large size creature too. (laughs) It's a big canary. Yeah, it's a bit of a chungus. Yeah. Uh, so, like, yeah, I understand the, like, oh, flying is a problem, but, like, you're going to turn into a big wasp and be like, okay, I, you're not really helping very much. Buzz, buzz motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you're not really going to be doing anything that different. So, I, I mean, I don't even also, think it's how an issue. horrifying would a human-sized bee? <laughs> like, hilarious, yes. <laughs> fucking bee drill. You're like, ah! well, that would be hilarious. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but yeah, I don't really think it's an issue. I, I think what they were trying... I think if my guess is the... Um, the restricting on the, like, swimming and fly speed thing is is so the drew is it's like a niche protection thing. It's so the druid doesn't step on other people's toes at lower level. Um, mm. Particularly, I'm thinking about a scenario like, uh, you know, the rogues thing is I can sneak real good. And then the druid is, oh, don't worry about it. I'll turn into uh, a, a parakeet and fly into the bed chambers of the king and just dick around in there all night long. You know, it's like sort of stepping on the druid's thing or the rogues thing. That would mm. be my guess for why they restricted it in that fashion. And the reason it goes away at higher levels is because that's less of an issue at higher levels because everybody starts doing all sorts of weird shit, you know, as levels go up. Yeah. That's a guess, though. I don't know 100% what their uh, train of thought was. But yeah, I'd be fine. I I, I don't think it'd be... I think it'd be okay to remove the, um, the flying swimming restriction thing and just have CR take care of it. Uh, I would also, it, like, focus more on... on- weave natural magic like weave nature energy and make that part of your wild shape 
Well, that would... That's like a... You're attacking it. Well, actually, they are kind of doing that. They're kind of doing it with channel they're nature. They're doing it with channel yeah, nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're kind of doing it, yeah. I, so, I sort of get want it. There. Yeah, I just want it, but more. Have you ever considered playing uh, Druid of the Land? Like, for like a one-shot or anything? Like, um, the basic, the, the magic druids? <laughs> so his problem with the Druid, we, we've had this discussion many times. His problem with the Druid of the Land is it doesn't give you any alternative options for Wild Shape. Exactly, yeah. So Isaiah wants to play like the stars or the wildfire druid. And oh. let me tell you, wildfire druid, fun as a motherfucker. Or like the spores druid, which I like. Spore druid's cool. I, I'm less of a fan, but I, I wouldn't mind playing one one day. Well, spores, yeah, spores druid, your wild shape becomes like weird mushroom power activate. Yeah. Yeah. That's my big thing. I want like, yes, I'm really happy that we get subclass changes to that. But I want part of your actual class. Yeah, which they are doing. Like, I think after this you... feedback, I think they're getting to the point where people are like, because Wizards originally, when they were doing the playtest for the Druid, they're like, we want to make Wild Shape the Druid's main thing, to which everyone was like, no. See, uh, okay, so that's my thing. So if their idea <laughs> is, if their idea is we want to make Wild Shape the Druid's main default thing, then I think the way they're doing it makes sense. They just need to do it. Basically, if they're saying def- if Wild Shape is their default thing, and maybe they'll change the name because Wild Shape does sort of imply the animal changing, right? So maybe they'll change it to like you know activate nature or whatever. Blah blah blah. Doesn't matter, All right? Because uh, they did change the name of it in the playtest. Um, if Wild Shape's the Druid's thing, then by default, Wild Shape turns into animals, and then the subclass changes what you could do with Wild Shape. I think that's fine. I think that should be how they do it. And they already are. The only problem is they just now have to go back and do that with the other classes. So like Land Druid, their wild shape lets them like empower their spells. Shepherd Druid, their wild shape like throws extra summoning shit or something. You know, like just do just do that more retroactively. That's all. Mm. Because if if they're going to commit to wild shape is their sort of their equivalent of, you know, the um cleric's channel divinity than just have the subclass modify it so you don't need to it mostly i'm saying that because it requires the least uh like moving things around it's a very simple easy way to like keep what they want and also give some other options like it doesn't mess with things too much also actually i forgot uh, the circle of the shepherd already can do different stuff with their wild shape also because <laughs> they get the spirit totems mm. oh i actually forgot about this I think those usually wild shape, don't they? Wait, maybe they don't. I don't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head anymore. Um, starting a second level, you call forth uh, as a bonus action. Blah blah blah. Could count as a da, 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 as a bonus. Oh, oh it doesn't use your. Wild you just shape. do it. You just do it. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish. Yeah. So rather than saying, yeah, so once you you just do it once per long rest, once per short or long rest. So rather than doing that, just take the spirit totem ability and tie it into wild shape. Yeah. Boom, bang, boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder, does land have a weird thing that they could tie in like that? I know their thing is mostly I, the extra spells. I, I oh, think natural recovery. During, oh, well, no, no, yeah, no, no, that's that basically does, the same like wizard. That's arcane. Um, yeah, that doesn't really yeah. work. 
Maybe no. the land stride ability? No, that doesn't work. Yeah, so the, the land druid would need something to use their wild shape on because they don't get Maybe anything. it would be kind of like, um, do you guys remember the moon druid? Where, uh, not moon druid, sorry. The moon sorcerer that just came out where like as a bonus action, they can swap between the three different spell lists. Yeah. Why not just do that? Like, oh, I do wild, you oh, spend land a wild druid, shape that be, that and you switch yeah, yeah, your cool. land. Yeah. You switch your land type. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, and now you have access to basically different all spells. your different, mm-hmm. yeah, the spell list yeah. tables. It's like, oh, it's crazy. That'd be hot. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm never gonna touch land druid, so like, knock yourselves out. But yeah, I could see that. I got played one for a one shot once. It was, you know, I have fine. I have the polar opposite opinion of Isaiah. Uh, moon Moon druid is uh, all I ever wanted out of druid, and uh, every other druid afterward, I'm like, man, don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hurts me. I've seen, I've seen too many anything, Moon Druids, so I'm want, just kind of like, eh, If anything, I would it. want Moon Druid to be double down even more. <laughs> mm. More wild shapes. <laughs> more Elemental. Kobe Bryant. Uh, I don't know how I'd do it, but I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd make them even... I, I would probably make Moon Druid even more bestial. Like, uh, like hammer that theme home more. Mm. Like, maybe even their natural form. Like, their standard like walking around they're even more different than normal almost kind of like the beast barbarian mm. okay i have lots of ideas for how you i'm, can, I'm surprised druids. they haven't done like a lichen druid or anything person true lichen druid would be a cool thing personally i would love a not even a druid but a uh like i, I don't know what you call it necessarily but like a shape shifter class like that's their whole whole thing is shape shifting like they're not even like maybe they're a marshal, right? They're not like a spellcaster, but they can shapeshift into a whole bunch of shit, and their different martial abilities are based on whatever form you're in. But, but mm. I agree wholeheartedly. I'm still waiting for my dedicated pet class. <laughs> How many options for mm. pets? Yeah. Though? No, 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 no. Not pet subclass now. I want pet class. No, now. I just said there's, there's so many options for pets in general. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah yes. I mean, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, Isaiah wants okay. a pet class where, like, the pet is the central focus and kind of doing everything for you as opposed to being, like, a helper. Yes, yes. Mm. I don't... God, that would be so hard to design for the way 5e is. I, I'm not saying it isn't. I know it's going to be a bitch in three quarters. That doesn't mean I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, like, I've pondered that, but, like, I... They fucking shrug. I've definitely pondered it. I think there's lots of. I don't. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, I don't. My brain. So, so far, my 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 favorite has been the the, the Drake Warren Ranger. Drake Warren's cool as Drake Warren's cool. Yeah. I I. God, there's so many. There's so many like. Uh, I feel like I'm gonna start turning into a, a fuck five e fest, but like, there's so many ideas for like other classes that I could do and stuff and I think they like I know they lean into the subclass thing and I get that that's their logic is it's it's easier and it 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 sort of shakes things up less uh if you use the subclass subclass system I totally understand that however I think they've thrown the baby out with the bathwater maybe a little too much and gone too far into leaning on the subclass system to the point where I'm like there are certain things that I think you should maybe just make a whole class for. That's just, you know, that's just me. Yeah, I don't, maybe. I don't, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to argue with you on that one. There, I think there's, although I, it sounds like Matt was about to say, I was about to say, I, I, no, because I'm, again, I keep saying in the ringing this drum of, uh, this is literally what the design is. 5e 
the linchpin of 5e is the subclass no i understand it's about the subclasses yeah i you know yeah you can have a summoner class but like why would you bother doing a whole summoner class when you can just make a subclass you know two or three of them because and you can have different archetypes kind <laughs> of like what they did with psionics well um, so they couldn't figure out a good way to make psionics work in 5e so they're like fuck it let's just make different psionics subclasses and you know those they're a yes they're easy to design but they also make they they give more flavor to the class well and that's the thing yeah let's let's not pretend uh, so they're, they're easier right. to design is a huge portion of it let's yeah not. i mean so just because it yeah for me i've got a, a whole myriad of reasons uh the first one just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not worth doing like no, i'm not saying that yeah no i'm not i'm not saying that you are but that is like they a kind of consensus like, of like it's simpler to do this so we're just gonna do it and it's like okay but yeah. like Sometimes the difficult thing is worth it because it, it a it shows that you're a, you're you're capable. It shows you what the system is capable of, and it shows your skill as a designer if you can like go for the complex thing and get it to work. Mm. Um, and while yes, I could just make any of the pet class subclasses a thing. The amount of stuff you could deal with with a full dedicated pet class, you could have like a beast pet class and a fucking. Um, dragon pet class, and, or sorry, subclass, and for the same thing for beast, you could have a uh, uh, fucking what's the other one? I'm uh, uh, actually shit. Have you looked at the the MCDM beast heart? No, I haven't. No, but Isaiah probably would love that. You're right. I was about to say you should probably yeah. look into that because it that is basically the the whole deal is it the is. pet class. Yeah, I'm sure it, it's and like as an actual like dedicated like class and not even just like. Yeah, we made a subclass of barbarian, let you and, have a pet it, monkey or whatever. It makes, it's like, it, no, it's like, <laughs> yeah, and it makes your pet monster like the main thing. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. that's awesome. And you they probably, keep making new ones. Too. I did like, forget about that. You probably would be in yeah. Beast Heart. Isaiah sort of hit the point I was, without saying it directly, Isaiah was sort of getting at the point I was going to get, which is that by, I understand that the, the 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 subclass is the linchpin what i'm saying is they've over relied on that linchpin they've leaned into it too hard to the point that they're they're stretching its capability because yeah you can make psionic class subclasses and yeah you can make pet subclasses and etc and etc cetera, et cetera. but there's a limitation to how much you can do with the subclass because at a certain point the subclass is going to run into the wall that is the base class it's based on. Like you can go pretty far, but at a, but you you can only go so far. Like if you're making like the one that a lot of people bring up is the witch, right? People want a witch class and people go, oh, we'll just make it a wizard subclass. The problem is at a certain point, you're going to run into a wall if it's a subclass of the wizard and be like, well, it's still a wizard. It still needs to do certain wizard things that need to obey in a certain way. We kind of like we if we go any farther, we're making a new class at this point. You know what I mean? Like there's a wall you hit. So I think that now what I'm saying is don't do what they did it in, in 3.5. They did the opposite. In 3.5, they just made a class for everything. Every idea they had became a class. They went fucking buck wild. Pathfinder does this too. Yeah. I'm not saying do that. That's too far in the other direction. Right? And subclasses, mm. some classes, some classes are, are the right end of the argument. And then uh, a class for everything is the left side of the argument. And I'm saying don't go too far in one direction or the other. What I'm saying is there right. needs to be a little bit of a happy medium where, yes, 
you can rely on the subclasses and there are a lot of things you could do with subclasses and I do think they work really well but at a certain point I do think it's okay to like add a class in here or there and I'm talking like once every two years we make a class you know but then how many subclasses do you make for said class do you do the player's handbook thing and that's like all right so we made this whole class now we have to do three class subclasses for it and I each mean, one of them have to be uniquely distinct honestly or you're gonna end up like the artificer and you're like yeah oh this thing exists yeah guy. ah shit we need a new one uh the uh, iron man yeah let's do the iron man subclass everyone loves right, that i shit. mean the iron man subclasses is cool as shit so i don't know what no, you're talking it is, about but like <laughs> like they don't they, they don't support the uh, it, it now after tasha's they're well, like that's a different problem though them them not supporting it is just them not doing their job basically and i don't understand what the deal with that is that's just goofiness. well so that it's because so because uh, again because of the ogl and the creative commons and everything and everything's out there except for the artificer artificer is they own that specific thing because it was created for dungeons and dragons right. ebron and all that shit uh, that's so they don't want bullshit. that to be yeah i know i know i'm just that, that, i'm just giving you the reason that no, like, i know i, I think, know of i think know, that, just, I, like, that is not but in this hypothetical that i'm talking about they they wouldn't be treating the scenario like that and how many subclasses for a new class the magic number's two they always do two every new book they do two subclasses so it would just be two that's that's all uh and, and then you would just all you would do is add it in to two subclasses for the new class and then just treat it like every other class has been treated and don't ignore it the way they've been ignoring the artificer. Because, quite frankly, the way they've been the art ignoring the artificer is kind of fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, something else I was going to say is in, in reference to the art of. Huh? <laughs> don't say. Ooh. Yeah. Duh. Something else I was going to say is. Uh, it's it's a you have to really watch out for the slippery slope of just make it a subclass because we got an artificer subclass for wizard way back in the way back yeah and it kind of sucked because it was really limited in what it could do Yeah, because at a certain point it's still a wizard like you still have to you still have to call back to the base class like you can only there's a there's a that's what i mean there's a limit to how far you can stretch a subclass yeah, and then which is also they, why a lot of people say the psionic stuff feels a little like it's okay, but it's not. It's not what I want. It's like it could be better with a lot yeah, of the psionic subclasses. I who's saying that? Oh, I see people say me. it all the time. Really? I mean, also, yeah. Well, besides me, me and I, I was gonna say besides because everybody because no, everyone loves like the psychic warrior. No, no. So uh, I you misunderstand like, the psychic warrior and the and Abert Mind. Every, fucking everyone's obsessed with playing awesome. Abert Mind sorcerers. You misunderstand. Nope. Yes, people are into them and they're cool. That's what I'm saying is they are there. Those subclasses are good and people are into them, but a true psionic spellcaster is truly a, a, a psionic like um, like a true psionic class. A lot of people say the people who want to play a psionic class do not feel fulfilled by playing something like an aberrant mind sorcerer. They it's they still feel like they're left wanting because there's still more there's there's more room there especially because the thing that a lot of people want to do with psionics is they want it to feel different from magic and none mm-hmm. of the psionic subclasses do that because they're based on the original class so they can't feel different from magic because they're using magic the way the base class uses magic so a true psionic subclass would do shit different they would have their own mechanics I know, it's hard for me to see that because I've seen again I've seen so many people play aberrant mind. I literally well, my people buddy play aberrant mind because that's what they got. Like they play aberrant mind and, and he he fucking ran with it. 
Yeah, yeah. Like he oh, ran yeah. with you it and made it weird in his sure. own thing. But like, you're 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 uh, you're pushing it and and doing whatever you can with it because that's what you have. But if if you're if you were given a full psionic class, you would 100 run to the full psionic class. You know what I mean? Like your work, people work with what they got because they're like, well, it's you know, it's fine. I can make it work. But they would be much happier with a totally different psionic spellcaster. I mean. And what does it mean to be different? Uh, that gets a little hard to say sometimes, but the point of psionics is it should feel different from just magic. And that's what that's this is literally what uh, MCDM is doing with the the talent. Like, mm. this is exactly why, like, Matt Colville was like, there's no psionics hit in 5e and the subclasses are just like, uh, I forget how he worded it, but it was, he was basically like the subclasses are just like a, a here you go. Here's a handout. Now be quiet. Like we, we gave you psionics. We have psionics at home, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he was like, no, psionics. And then they gave the different. two feats too. the psionics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the feats. Yeah. 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 So and he was like, no, psionics should feel actively different. So we're making the talent for that reason. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I will say as someone who played Mystic for a very long time. Yeah, Mystic uh, was the attempt. Yeah, and look, Mystic Perfect? No. Um, I, I appreciate the chutzpah. Uh, they may have gone a little too hard on the motherfucking paint, you know what I'm saying? But, like, um, Abert Mind is good, and I would play one, and I, I, I built one, but as I looked at it, I kind of went, because I knew where it came from, I went, oh, I I kind of wish this... Wish there was more. And this, and this uh, well, that, but it, I, I saw... I saw my baby be shattered into a million into pieces, pieces. Yeah, into other and then classes, frittled yeah. along the other ones. And I went, no, I want, but I like that thing. No, yep. wait, give me back that thing. No, no, wait, but that was from that other. No, no, give that back. Like, <laughs> you know. Well, Isaiah, all I'll say is keep an eye on MCDM for when the talent comes out. I, yeah, I've, it's such a bummer because I, I, uh, I I'm sure you guys also have this beef where, People are like, oh, look at this thing that's outside of Wizards. And I'm like, yeah, but I I want I want the game to have this stuff, you know? It, like, yeah. and this, I, well, I don't that, shit on 5e, but... It's, it's kind of like the thing you were mentioning last week where we were talking like, oh, homebrew and everything. It's like, yeah, I don't look at a lot of homebrew, to be honest. Like, there are the glimpses of, you know, Cobalt Press, MCDM, like the big ones where I'm like, if something, you know, something comes out from them, I'll give it a glance and be like, maybe very hard maybe yeah i mean that goes back to um that goes back to that thing i was saying about at a certain point you have to accept that what you want the game to be and what the designers want the game to be don't line up and you have to figure out where those points like you have to figure out where those lines are drawn and then acknowledge it and then that's where you look for the homebrew you know yeah yeah of course in this example I think the designers have drawn a hard line. They're not going to do psionics. So you have to go, okay, if that's a hard line you're going to draw and I really, really want it, I'm going to have to look elsewhere. And that's when you start looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, of and, and I also, I, I would like to point out too, I think a reason that they don't want to do the psionics thing is because it's hard and it's going to be a complicated class and they're scared to do a class. Like, I think a true psionic class would be more complicated would be or would be the most complicated class like by quite a bit and i think sure. i think they're scared to do that i'm sure it would be but again that that's what i'm that's exactly what i'm saying just because it's difficult and just because it's going to be a pain in the ass doesn't mean it's not worth doing 
especially no, I agree. If it pushes if it pushes the the system itself uh -huh. further along. I say yeah. we don't have time for that. D D is under monetized. I'm like, please, I'm fucking screaming. <laughs> I swear to God, it's so annoying. I just uh, yeah. I mean, it, that's that's. I think that's. I, I really think that's one of the big reasons that psionics aren't going to show up is because that, of that how might be true. Complicated it would be. That might be true. It might be under monetized, but that's a One Piece fan take right there. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Interesting uh, assessment. It's a One you know, Piece fan take. 100%. Like, I think the line of uh, the line of complexity, I think for wizards, it, the line of complexity for Watsi is the wizard. Like, I don't think they'll go like, I don't think they will let anything get more complicated than playing a wizard. Probably. That's how that's how I'm looking at that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I can see that being. Yeah. Yeah. So like. You know. And also, side note, with the with the talent thing, it's not like, you know, a product coming from like a Cobalt Press or an MCDM is not the same deal as I found some guy's psionic homebrew on fucking 5e. Of course, whatever of course. Land. It's, it's far more vetted. That's like, yeah, I've, it's I've a talked bigger about before. Deal. Like, yeah, there are certain brands. It's going to be that a will, nice product. Yeah, there, mm -hmm. there are certain brands that I will almost unequivocally like root for, like Middle Finger of Vecna or Cobalt Press or MCDM. There's ones where I'm like, you know, if, if, if a GM is like, I don't know about this, I have to look and do like, trust me, trust me, comrade, it's worth it, yes. Like, uh, that. all that being said, uh, me and Cobalt Press, you know, we're not on good terms right now, so, uh, you know. <laughs> I mean, look, they tried. They tried with something of the whatever the fuck. Tales of the name. Valiant. There we go. I, 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 I'm I, not even trying to be an asshole. I genuinely could not remember the name of it. No, it's not is a good on... name. It's a bad name. Yeah. You guys, well, you guys know it's uh, it's on Kickstarter right now. Yep. I haven't looked at it. I really should. Like, I haven't really, I haven't been judging it at all. I have, I don't really have any opinion on it. I just don't like the name. Uh, but I feel like I should give it a look over. I mean, it got backed uh, almost six hundred thousand uh, yeah. dollars right now. Yeah. Oh, nice. I, yeah. Man, I don't know. I just whatever we don't i don't want to go on the put maybe we could do an episode about project black flag and that whole situation but anyway i won't is go it off. actually pirate themed i'm confused no not I at all hearing that no no that was just that, that was, was the just working a, title yeah the working title like one dnd's nuts like it was just the working title they weren't actually gonna call it that and now everyone got used to the name so everyone's like why isn't it pirate themed well everyone got used to the name and also everyone doesn't like the new name that's the problem. Like, yeah. it's I, not. I, I, it's I, not just the getting used to. It's all the. It's also the. I don't like what you gave me instead. I wait. Hold on. Here, okay. Mm. How did you? Someone, right? Someone on their creative team must have said, "Project Black Flag." Guys, what if they think this is a pirate game? What? I don't know. Right? Because you hear black like Black Flag is an unequivocal pirate theme, right? The yeah. Black Flag. I think. Yeah. yeah. I honestly think they did that just because of the OGL stuff. That's I, I think maybe, literally the only thing yeah. like, oh, we're different. We're standing out. We're a black flag. Pirate. Let's go, everybody. We're rebels. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that's what uh, it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe the, the idea was that they like uh, uh, make away with the product, right? They're, yes. you know, yes, we're going to use your system and, and, and get while well, the money's good, I guess. But yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, maybe call it like Project Robin Hood or something. What the fuck? Uh, 
I could see that. Or, you I'm know, also looking... Project Vigilante. I, I mean, maybe the people Vigilante. think that's super useful, but... I'm also, know, I'm just kind of scrolling through the Kickstarter right now. Um, so they have, so they have the, you know, the, the class, you know, the class features and everything. Uh, one of the new classes, Mechanist? Question mark? Oh, yeah. So, you know, the... Yeah, so there's, there's the I, artificer. What I, honestly, what I think is going to happen with Black Flag, at least for me personally, is there's going to be lots of little fun little tidbits that I can maybe steal. But for the most part, it's going to be so close to 5e that I'm not going to care about the entire game. And I'll just maybe steal a couple of cool parts. That's mm. where I think I'm at. Because I've been I've been watching uh, Nerd Immersion's videos, uh, sort of be, keeping the updates on it just out of curiosity. And uh, mm. yeah, every time I'm like, oh, that's a cool little thing. And the rest of it, I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's <laughs> kind of where I'm at. Okay. All right, Matt. I, mm. <laughs> I'm i just laughing because you you were all worried about us filling time. It's been an hour. Um, that's good. So uh, what was the next well, point? Mostly because I, I didn't have any. Well, what was fucking... the next? You had some other wizard news. and Well, the other thing was the uh, this is just general topic for me because I've been feeling this way for not even just this year. I've been feeling this way for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like 5e, like oh, Wizard of the Coast specifically, they're printing and making too many books. It's getting oversaturated. The 5e is overbloated with too many fucking options, well, too I, many books. Hold, hold on. Bef- and it, before you continue, not to, not to tell you what to do, but do you want to perhaps give people the quick context of why you're thinking about this? Because there is a little bit of a... There's a little more to it. Uh, are you talking... Are you talking about the books coming out this I'm year? About, yeah, the, I'm talking the about the fact. Hike? No, no, I'm talking about the fact that the more books got announced within a short period. Yeah, of time. more. Well, yeah, yeah. So at this time, yeah, they. Well, actually, they. So the books, most of the books already announced. They just decided to push them back, and instead of pushing them back, like you know, a couple months here and there, because they the Bigsby book got pushed back. They're coming out all in succession, one month apart from each other. Well, they so did. I think it's like they, from they, October or August all the way to October for the holiday seasons, obviously. Yeah. Can, so or, uh, they, they they pushed books back and they did also add another book. Oh, yeah. The, the Is the, it a full the complete, book, the dragon thing? The, the, we don't know yet. We don't have full details, but it's a it's a it's a full priced book. Let's put it that way. Oh, what the fuck? We just had Fizzbins. What, what are we doing with another dragon? <laughs> I, it, it, we so, have the gold standard. Well, so here's the thing. I'm not it's not clear on what that book is going to be, but the implication seems to be it's more lore stuff. That's that seems to be the but I'm not I don't, I, I don't know 100 percent. But pulls out Fizzbins. We have that. Yeah, it's more. On top of <laughs> Dude, what's more? This book is look how chunky this boy is. More book. More book, Matt. Uh, I mean, more dragon book. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, more dragons. I like it. I'll take it. Like, fucking... how many more records can my records break? More records. <laughs> exactly. More records. Uh, but yeah, like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I've, I again, and I've been feeling this way for a while now. Not even just like this year, or I should say this year, 2022. I felt like holy shit, we're releasing too many books. Even the year before that, when Fizz Bands came out, when Wizards had their best year. Back in 2021, mm. even then I was like, "There's this is too many fucking books. It's too many books. What happened to when 5e first came out? They were like, we're going to print three books a year because it creates a long enough gap to where people are fucking thirsting for more content. 
And rather than just produce shit like we used to do in third edition, fourth edition all the time, we'll let them fucking wait it out a little longer and more people will buy the book because there's less shit. To, there's less shit to buy. So everyone's going to buy the thing. I, I believe the, the genuine answer most likely is competition. Uh, there are so many other companies releasing 5e or 5e adjacent or supplementary or mods or toolkits that I think that Wizards is afraid that if they don't release like psychopaths, they're going to be left in the dust and they're going to lose their monopoly. I don't think they're taking into account the fact that they have one writing team where all these other companies have their own writing team and are not competing with each other. Yeah. I mean, they are, but they're not treating it like a competition. They're not as far treating as it like aware. competition. Yeah. So you're just going to burn your entire writing team uh, out. Yeah. I, man, I, so, yeah, the crux of the situation, right, is, is 5e releasing too many books. And, um, and the worst part, like, this is like, we're in the winter. We're in Twilight. This is the ending uh -huh. of 5e. Well, Why are you making it's not more really. books? But well, you know what I mean. It, uh, 5e 1.1, whatever yeah, the fuck you Yeah, 5e 1.0 Twilight. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know what I mean. I think like, I, like, I have a list like this. So the books that came out in 2022, you have the Critical World Nether Deep book, The Adventure. You had Radiant Citadel, which was a series of adventures. Yeah. You had the new starter set box set because we needed another one of those. Which, but I will, I will say to be grant to be fair, I've I've heard good things about the new starter set. set. Yeah. Now I I don't know better, but I would say I've heard people say it's 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 better than Fandelver. As a really, starter, so. all right, now I gotta try it out. That's what Fandelver was fucking great. Fandelver was awesome. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, know. The, the Spelljammer box set, which was three books of you know very degrees of good and meh, and then the Dragonlance book that came out and Wizards didn't. You know what's weird? Like Wizards were promoting like yeah we're finally doing Dragonlance guys we're finally doing Dragonlance. And then in December, Christmas, the holidays, when you think they'd be promoting this book like a motherfucker, nothing. They had one stream, and that was in. They're like, "Yeah, Dragonlance came out. Fuck you. All right, move along now." It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, well, yeah, this I, was such a big deal for like D and D fans. I think that not was... even like the old legacy people, but like just in general, because the, like Dragonlance has always been a thing looming. You hear about it in Reddit and all this stuff, and then people go look at it. It's the same when people learn about Dritz and all these other legacy characters Matt, and, Matt, and I, stories. I, I, OGL. <laughs> and you bring it in. Yeah. I think the, well, no, I think the, the OGL didn't happen when the fucking thing came out. This was before. This is this is like two weeks before the OGL. No, I, no, no I know. But what I'm saying is uh, it was two weeks before we saw the OGL, but they were working on the OGL at the time. And I they were working on the OGL for a while before right. that. Right, I, I think uh, it that, just a lot of the. I think it took up mental space. I think I'm sort of I'm, I'm theorizing uh, mostly, but that's I what guess, I'm thinking, man. And like from a lot of the things I, I've read about the adventure, I'm seeing like it is a very good like again. And I I know I complain about like I don't complain. I'm I'm the five E defender. I would say of the group, but even yes. I was like I, us, I'm yes. playing. Yeah, like I'm playing Strixhaven <laughs> right now, and that adventure is dog shit. I've had to do so much fucking work to make that adventure like run. I, I will say, I like, think you're maybe a little overly harsh on Strixhaven, but yeah. No, sure. I'm not. It, it, it is. It, like, is dog shit. It is. It is so fucking bad. Josh, I had a fucking. I had a moment where I literally had to. Like, I've only. There's only certain movies in my life that have actually made me like. 
get up to walk away because I was just so like, you know, the director just slapped me in the face with their schlong and was like, fuck you. Thanks for paying for this movie. <laughs> OK, there was a point where in Strixhaven, I'm reading this. I'm reading a part where the players are like, all right, you're going to you guys got to go do this thing. And then the bad guy shows up and I'm like, out of nowhere. All right. What does he do? He mocks them and then just leaves. I'm like in, the, in the, the area with all the professors and all the people of really powerful. He just is it is it like it may uh, project image like that? The, the hologram spell. Please tell me it's the hologram spell. No. So he just 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 fucks off and, and no one no one stops him. It's, it's not Lord Voldemort. He's just a fucking loser frog like fuck. There's so many dumb things in Strixhaven. <sighs> like, uh, I'm sorry, this is a tyrant. No, there's I so just, many dumb things that wizards asshole, do. But every yeah. fiber of my being <laughs> wanted to just be like, look at him. He's molding. <laughs> I am because I've had to. I've had to. I've had to work on the adventure to make it my own. And again, I'm not saying like I, I, I'm. A, I'm a good DM. I'm not the best out there by far, but I'm a good DM. I've never had to work so fucking hard to make a like an adventure work. Like I, I again, I paid fifty dollars. I paid fifty dollars. Where's where's this? I just really want to take a moment. I want to take a moment to appreciate that I just sent Matt off on a me tirade with one <laughs> sentence. Yes, yeah, sir. That's what yes, I did. And again. And th- you know what's funny? Like this is uh, this is like the campaign that I'm running with players. This is such a good fucking fun time. Uh, it's so fun, but it's not because it's, it's not because it's not because wizards. It's because the Magic the Gathering people who made the setting, and then I took said setting, and then I made it work. Not wizards. All me. right. Well, where's my name? <laughs> where's, where's my name in the credits? All right. <laughs> I, <laughs> Jesus Christ! He just keeps going. Oh, no, sorry, no, but that's I'm exactly done. how I feel about hellscapes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, well, uh, so, uh, any listen, yeah, I think they're printing too many books. Yeah, I was gonna say. So to to go back to the too many books situation, <laughs> I, let's. Fuck. So I, I I know you went on that tirade because you're saying that you feel like the uh, Strixhaven bad because they're oh, printing. Oh, sorry. All right. My, my original point was the quality of the Wizards quality of the Coast has gone down because they print too has many. Been, has been very mixed. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. been like, you'll, you'll have a Strixhaven and then you'll have, uh, fuck, I don't even know, man. Because a lot of people, the la- like a lot of people, when I like when I look this stuff up, when I watch interviews, when I listen to other podcasts, when they talk about a lot of people are like, yeah, I think the last like good Wizards of the Coast adventure was Tomb of Annihilation. I'm like, okay. that was over five years ago. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. Like what happened? All right, Matt, 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 I Matt, think Matt, 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 breathe, breathe. I, that, that I disagree. I think that it's categorically untrue because say what you will about Descent into Avernus, the first part, kind of whatever. But like Back the rest half, of that good. book is a banger. Yeah, like, pretty good. Oh, the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, okay, I have a couple of, I have a couple of like. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I kind of jumped I, off. Yeah, Matt. I was uh, about to say, I, breathe, I, Matt. I breathe. Too much, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Because I, I'm having like a bunch of thoughts. All right. So with the book thing, yeah. I want to first point I want to ask. So correct me if I'm wrong here. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to disagree. I, I do think 5e is probably releasing too many books. However, I do still think it's less than older editions. Oh, 100 percent. It, it's it's right. definitely less than fourth or third edition. Yeah. So 
I which do, I am thankful for that. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I do think it is worth taking that into perspective that like, yes, they're releasing a lot of books. But when you look at the old editions, they were going fucking buck wild the older editions so there used to be a book coming out every three months or every two and a half months i don't even know but something along those lines i mean uh, didn't fourth edition have three players handbooks yeah yeah okay three dungeon masters guide three monster manual guide then the essentials books like fuck yeah so it's like you know uh, at least they're trying to be better in that regard and and i think it's i do think it's interesting though that like in the beginning of 5e's lifespan, they were tr- they were trying really hard to avoid this problem, and now they're slowly slipping back towards it ever so slowly. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I, you know, I just I question the whole thing because you know we don't have the numbers, we don't have the stats, we don't we don't know what the executives and such are saying. So we always have to operate on this like maybe if sorta kind of what's up situation. Mm. So if I remember correctly, uh this is me asking you Matt cuz you probably I don't know, maybe you might remember or don't remember, but like yeah. they said they were going to release less books because uh, basically, uh, each individual book would sell better if they released less over the year, and that yeah. was actually of benefit, right? Yeah. Okay. So there must be something going on in the analytical back end. That's sort of my first guess is that disproves that statement. I'm assuming it was the year because I remember I don't remember exactly what year I'm going to I'm trying to look through my the analogs to find it. No, but I, mean, I remember it was the man. year when uh, when the Ravnica book came out. Okay. I'm trying to find exactly when because Ravnica came out and this is when also Wizards started like producing back to back setting books and everyone was like, please stop. Like can we like yeah we can we have every things in between setting books and and you know setting books like maybe an adventure or monster book no more settings okay. I mean uh, the the books the type of books I want are the books they make the least of so you know I, I get it yeah because I want books like Xanathar's and Tasha's but we hardly ever get those yeah in fact it those was... are the only two <laughs> okay so it was so yeah Ravnik came out in two thousand the end of two thousand eighteen. Then the Acquisitions Incorporated book came out in June. And then Ebron came out after that in November. So basically a whole year apart. Yeah. And then after that was the Wildmount book. That's why. Yeah. I, and I, Theros. I, yeah. Wild Ebron, Wildmount, and Theros back to back. Three seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so 2020. So that was the year that they started printing out a shit ton of books and materials. Tasha's. Uh the the, the Dungeon Master Essentials kit, the uh, the other box, the, the box set that came in between uh, Endelver and the new one. Sure, I'll pretend like you I want remember. the white dragon on the cover. Sure, if you say so. Um, okay, I don't remember it, but if you say so, well, it sounds <laughs> vaguely familiar, but not really important. The year, the gap, blah blah blah. I'm just saying, at some point, the analytics on the back end changed up that statement, right? And. Mm-hmm. So they decided to release more books more consistently. But like Isaiah was saying, at a certain point, it's like you're kind of burning out your team. 
And then like you're saying with Strixhaven, the product is arguably getting worse. So now the train of thought becomes, okay, is this even working? Like if the products are getting shittier because they're getting more of them, so they have less time in the oven to cook. Is it actually going anywhere? Is it working? I think that's another. That's I would love to know the numbers. Not that one of the things I I've been kind of thinking as well is that a lot of the stuff is getting like rushed. Not the artwork. The artwork's fucking great, but the design. The design's getting rushed. Probably. I think. Like so. Like think think about it this way. Within a year and a half, we're gonna get the new player handbook and DMG and all that. They have a year and a half to hammer all this stuff down. And you have your entire audience this divisive over the playtest now at this point. Like, I, I I feel like I, they need more time and they're not going to get it because it's like we have to meet the deadline, the 50th anniversary. We have to do it, you know, OGL or whatever. Regardless, we're meeting that fucking deadline. Right. Which, yeah, it's probably going to be, uh, you know, a bit of a problem. Yeah. And on top of that, we're also releasing, you know, five, four more, five more books this year. And then on top of whatever other fucking book we're releasing next year before the new edition comes out, air quotes edition. I mean, like it, it's it's too much. It man. is worth like, pointing out that the the teams, the teams working on like the adventures and stuff, probably not the same people working on the rules no. refresh. So I don't know if the rules refresh is necessarily going to get impacted uh by this problem or on a, I, I should specify by this perceived problem I, wizards may feel like it's not a wizards may argue there is no problem we're just saying we're perceiving it as one um mm. i don't but yeah I, I don't think the rules refresh is going to really get bumped around because of like the increased speed of books because i think it's probably separate people working on these things uh, could be wrong about that, but, you know, we'll, we will find out. Yeah. All that being said, this whole thing of books, 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 to me really screams of a problem that I think a lot of companies have, particularly it seems like American companies have this really bad, but it probably I'm sure other companies do, too. But it feels like American companies have this real bad. Um, Is this idea of the short term year by year growth versus the yeah. long haul and to, to, to use the vi- to, to take us over into analogy land because I think about this all the time I don't know why this is one of those things that bounces around in my head a lot but companies have this expectation that every year you're not just supposed to make more money you have to make exponentially more money and it's not yeah. a sustainable practice, you know? No. But the Andy other Crush thing, made a billion dollars last year. Now well, it's got to make, make three billion. Or three. Yeah. yeah or yeah, exactly. double, quadruple your profit. Which is like, like it, at a certain point, it's like you just can't keep doing this. But yeah. the other. The, Why the, a lot of like the, you know, Call of Duties of dying or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. So the thing, the game I always think about as the Paragon example of the of a different way to do things is Warframe. Because Warframe has been in it for the long haul for like like uh, over 10 years, I think, or maybe just about 10 years 
I forget exactly, but it, somewhere it's in been, that range. Yeah, it's I been think damn it's, near 10 years. I think it's been 10 years. And Warframe basically took the attitude of we're just going to we're going to make a good game and, you know, we're going to fix the problems because because Warframe in the early days, uh, fun fact of the day, uh, Warframe in the beta back when I played it in the very beginning was pay to win as fuck. Like, yes, yeah, sir. Like to the point that yeah. literally the stuff that you paid for in the original version of the game was just straight up extra power. Like you just paid to make yourself better. Like five dollars, and now you're attacked. You do more damage. Another five dollars, you have more health. Like that was straight up how it worked, right? And they slowly over time realized that was a bad idea and kept working and working. And Warframe has never really tried to. And some people would argue this, but I would argue even to this day, Warframe doesn't really nickel and dime you. And in fact, you can actually play. It's not easy, but you can play Warframe 100% free and get every single thing in the game. Again, it's not easy. It's a lot of work, but it's possible. You know what I mean? Mm. And so a lot of that is the mentality of we're just going to make a really good product and get the slow drip feed. And the game has slowly gotten more and more and more and more popular and what's happened that company makes fucking gangbusters now yeah <laughs> they are loaded it's abs- and league of legends is another example nowadays riot has gotten more nickel and dimey i would say but they're still pretty good for the most part like they 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 there's certain things they've done that i'm like iffy about but actually riot has slowly over time taken out the some of the more pay to win aspects of league and yeah. Riot is also hilariously loaded. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, so make, it's like, yeah, they make a dumb bunch of money. They make a dumb <laughs> amount of money. And a lot of that was because they put in the work early. And rather than trying to every year make stupid amounts of money, they just did enough to keep going and keep getting better and better. And they keep selling returns slowly go up and up and up and up. And now because they have all this goodwill consumer wise, they fucking they're doing crazy good. And they have a much more yeah. sustainable model now. Now, you know, they could still fuck it up, obviously. So, like, if in two years they completely burn their whole, you know, empire to the ground, you know, whatever. They, oh, pull, a blizzard, money. Money. Huh? they pull a blizzard. Yeah. yeah, if they pull a blizzard. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if they pull a blizzard, actually. Uh, Overwatch. Overwatch 1 <sighs> was an attempt. They were trying to not be a nickel and dime fest. And now look at Overwatch 2. Now, granted, a lot of people said the loot boxes right. were a problem, but still... For example, Overwatch said and stuck to the fact in Overwatch 1, every character will be free. Every character will release will be free. Yeah. 100%. And they stuck to that, that. That that was nice. I just wish and I was able to like hey, I like note. like League of Legends, I would have paid, you know, for the skin. Yes, like, a lot of people said that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um which is why a lot of people hated the loot boxes. But a side note, <laughs> little 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 uh extra little tidbit that i think is hilarious is a lot of people said that oh the reason they made an overwatch 2 is so they could do things like charge for champions and not get called liars i can fucking see that <laughs> yeah right it's kind of fucked up but yeah, you, you think the about it because yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. they said in overwatch 1 they would never implement that kind of stuff and then they make the second game and they don't make that promise anymore <laughs> So they don't, My favorite they is don't all get the memes liars. where like er, everyone's erasing the two and Overwatch two. They're like, it was the same game all along. Yes, <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so all uh, of this to bring it back to D and D. Yeah, I, I, I know that these asshole fucking executives with their eight with their eight yachts and their three houses and their twenty six thousand dogs yeah. and their ten million dollar gold flaked ice cream and all this. But you know, 
I know they don't see things this way and I know they're fucking idiots and I know that they don't a lot of the time look at the I mean Jesus Christ this is going to sound like an insane statement but even Apple did what I was talking about in the beginning that was Steve Jobs whole thing like say what you will about Steve Jobs absolute asshole but his business sensibility was there and his fucking nuts his whole focus was we're going to make the better product and slowly over time, people will realize we have the better product and we'll keep bringing them in and bringing them in and bringing them in. And we won't need to nickel and dime because we will prove that we just have the product that they want. Nowadays, mm-hmm. after Steve Jobs died, that Apple nickel and dimes the fuck out of people. Oh, yeah. Guys, don't worry. We're going to sell you this computer, but you got to buy the stand for it separate. Yeah. The stand's $1,500. It's yep. just, you know, it's just a separate also, thing. Also, oh, do you want the tower with it, too? Uh, that's, a, that's a whole other charge. Also, stuff like, uh, yeah, so the new iPhone's coming out. Oh, what's different? Um, It's a different color. We, we took we took out more parts of it. Yeah, we took out some stuff, battery. and it's a different color. And you go, Oh, what did wow. you take out? The, the camera. Camera. You guys like the camera? <laughs> we, made, we made a worse camera. Yep bigger battery so it's like, you guys just make a b- bigger battery with a better camera no no so you know i i think <laughs> I, in the early days i do think 5e was kind of doing that where they were sort of in it for the long haul because in the early days they were like well dnd is not doing very well so we have to get all this goodwill back and then as soon as it started to do well the asshole executive suits sliding in and go we need more books well, it was also because the last like two year, two or three years during the pandemic, Hasbro lost so much money, except for Magic I know, the Gathering I know, and I, was and D and D. You know what I think is so mostly Magic, mostly Magic. You know what Gathering. I think? Yeah, I mean, people yeah. still fucking bought those stupid cards. You know what I think is hilarious <laughs> about about that that whole uh, Hasbro situation? Because Hasbro goes, mm-hmm. oh, we're losing all this money on a lot of our other products, but D and D and Magic are doing really well. So. What do they do? They go, oh, well, if those two sectors are doing really well, we should definitely fuck with them. As opposed we to tell them how to do their yeah, job. Tell so them they make how to do money. their job as opposed to, I don't know, leaving the two sectors of your company that are doing well to keep doing what they were doing because they were already knowing what they were doing and they were doing it well. Why would you mess with it? It's like exactly the literally leave the fuck opposite. Alone. Let them, leave let them the fuck them alone. And then, <laughs> yeah. Leave them the fuck alone. <laughs> so <laughs> stupid. You know, another, actually, you want another great video game comparison for this whole situation? Literally. Oh, what, Destiny? Uh, no, not Destiny. Although you could maybe oh. make an argument for Destiny, but no. Street Fighter. Street Fighter mm. 5. You fuck. You, you know I didn't have any alcohol on me and you did this to me right now. You Oh, bastard. yeah. Take a shot. Josh brings up fighting <laughs> games. Rat Street Fighter bastard. 5. Because uh, here's the thing, right? <laughs> Street Fighter 5 didn't do well in the beginning. And then by the mm. end of its lifespan, did a lot better. And a lot of people were much happier with Street Fighter 5 by the end. Uh, but it was still built on shaky foundation. So, you know, there was only so much they could do with it. But Capcom... By the time Street Fighter V is ending, Capcom was going from doing really shitty to now they're doing really, really well. Resident Evil's popping off. DMC's popping off. Monster Hunter's popping off, right? All their big shit. Mega Man 11 is the best-selling Mega Man ever. All their shit is popping off. What do they say to the Street Fighter team? They go, hey, y'all, knock it, knock yourselves out. Do whatever the fuck you want. Go buck wild. Here's a stack of cash. What happens? They've made... What is shaping up to be the literal best Street Fighter game ever made. 
And it's the same people who made Street Fighter V. And it's because they learned and they had the time to build up the skill and build up the focus and slowly get that goodwill in there and get people on their mm -hmm. side. And then the main, the suits at the company, let them do their thing. And now we have an amazing product. Now, technically, Street Fighter Six isn't out yet, but we've all played it. Everybody's played it quite a lot at this point. And it's I haven't. It's I know. <laughs> yes, we know, Matt. We know you hate fighting games. I don't Everyone hate them. I'm just it. not good at them. <laughs> don't. I. <sighs> Namaste. It's so complicated. What are you, what are you namasteing? I just, I just want to button mash, man. Be, because I think that a lot of people. If I just smash the controller really hard. It'll just, you know, I'll just win the match. Well, here's yeah, no, the no, thing. Look, I, I'm with Matt. I slap buttons. All right. Here's the thing. Yeah. Two things. Two things. I, I'm, tr I'm trying to hold it in because I'm not trying to go on a rant about fighting games because I think that a lot of people misunderstand fighting games and 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 there's a there's a very there's a I don't know how to there's a weird stigma around them is what I'll say. Uh, but also, Matt, if you just want to hit buttons, Street Fighter Five has a mode where you can literally hit one button and it will do shit for you. Hell yeah, brother. That's not an exaggeration. Now, now we're cooking with portals. You can hit one button. Literally. Anyway. Point being, everyone who's played <laughs> Street Fighter 6, it's not out yet technically, but everyone who's played the beta and the demo and the closed beta and all the footage we've all watched and all this other shit. And when I say me, I mean mm -hmm. people who are into fighting games. Yes, I know I, you don't give a shit, Matt. We're all okay. super hyped and basically everyone's like, this is the best Street Fighter ever. So just... Let the creatives do the work, I guess is really all this rant is. Let the creatives do the work. And Hasbro is doing the literal opposite. And it's just infuriating. Yeah. Why are you like the Homer this? Simpson meme from the, the episode where he brings out the little Chinese boy to, you know, help him with his math test. And he's like, pokes him. Come on. Do math. Hasbro, the Wizards <laughs> of the Coast, like, come on. Print money. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's like... <laughs> So yeah, basically, I do think they're releasing too many books, and I think they had the right idea in the beginning. And I don't know, I don't know. We'll see where where the situation is. I get it must be working out for them currently because they're still doing it. So I don't yeah. know. I guess we'll fucking see. Although you know, All right, Isaiah, what uh, what do you think? <laughs> I've got literally nothing to say on this, bud. <laughs> you have nothing to say on them selling more books. Nothing care. that you haven't already said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, there was a few times where I was going to pipe up, and I went, uh, no, he got... Well, I, well now I, I feel like an asshole. I, I, I go off, King. I don't fucking... I don't, do you have the pipe-ups now? I mean, you want to add? I don't... <laughs> no, I've got literally nothing. You hit it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, so I guess I guess Isaiah just agrees with everything I said. Um, <laughs> I yeah, just don't burn your people out. Don't be like, you know... I, yeah. The, I guess the only other caveat is, is that I, I have to say is, and you know, you see this on the fucking Angry Bird app because everyone on that app is a oh psychopath. Baby. Oh baby, Angry Bluebird. Um, you need to stop taking your anger out on the designers. They've done literally oh, god, nothing. Yeah. Oh fucking no, it's Christ! Not their yes. fault. Oh yeah. my god. Please Which I felt stop. bad during it's the OGL because a lot of people were uh -huh. throwing a lot yeah, of hate on uh -huh. the designers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Basically that. And it's like, uh, bro, Jawcraw didn't write the fucking OGL. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's I, I, you know I might uh, catch some flack because I'm about to be not so nice to our our 40 subscribers. Um, oh. Use your brain for like two seconds. I'm sure you you listeners. I'm sure you do. 
But this is to, if, if you know someone who doesn't, point them our way. Use your fucking brain. Don't just get mad at the first thing you hear or see. Do some research. Look shit up. Because I've... anyone with like an iota of brain cells can see that everyone who's a good actor on the Wizards team didn't want to do this to you. In fact, it came out they really didn't. Yeah, they really, chill. really didn't. I think it's because that, like Jeremy Crawford, Chris Bergens, um, like they're like the, they're the faces. faces. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So people were throwing tomato at them uh-huh. because they're like they're the only fucking faces they have in the company. Like Wizards of the Coast is big, mass, empty corporate company that no one knows what the face are except for these two guys. That's see, yeah, and it's, the D and D Beyond team. Um, oh fuck, yeah, what, yeah, I forgot Todd her Kendrick. name. So I, and no, like, he's well, he's with them, but um, the new people like that host. Yeah, I, I, there's a. I'm so. I feel so bad. The 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 woman who runs the the, the basically the face of D and D Beyond now. The one with the glasses. I'm. Fine. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. <laughs> not that important. Uh, Point being, yeah, that it's the double edged sword of having a a. It's the double edged sword of having the face, person. Because on one hand, it's good, because it 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 gives your you know your soulless corporate company a little bit of human bent for people to interact with but on the other hand it's bad because when shit goes bad people attack that person even though you know it's almost never their fault <laughs> um actually warhammer darktide is running into this problem quite a bit because the community manager uh uh catfish often goes on stuff like mm. the reddit and the forums and stuff and will respond to people so people oh, like no. come after her about like mm. the design of the game and it's like bro she's not the designers <laughs> she's, like she's the community manager stop it so yeah yeah that's that double edged sword situation I, I wonder mm. I wonder I posit the thought if if the executives want to see the you know if the executives are like no designers you need to nickel and dime the people harder right if that's what they're saying, could we not have maybe a bit of a happy medium where like big full price books, they release three a year and then, you know, do a dragon magazine, do an Arcadia again. You know, Dude, I it, it's like, insane why can't how they many do people that? are genuine? Like uh, one of the big things with uh, with fucking Warner Plus is they were like, oh yeah, you're, we're gonna get like your own magazine, and it's like a whole lot of nothing. Like people really like Oof. White Dwarf and Dragon Magazine yeah. because it was. It's one of those things where you pick it up and you're looking through it, and then it's, there's a there's like a small article, and you go, oh, I was thinking about that. How did they figure that out? It's you it's 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 kind of what people it's kind of what people are treating the UA as now, but a more finalized product. Yeah, like same thing with me. I like I subscribe to the, you know the Sly Flourish. He he makes a bunch of stuff every once in a while. MCM the Arcadia. Yeah, Arcadia. Uh, until like, that ends in June. There's another guy, the yeah, DM Lair. Yeah. I know. Well, uh, I, they, they might change DM their layers, mind on that now. I don't know. Uh, did they? I don't. I don't think know so. if they have, but they might because the the OGL stuff changed. They might change their mind now. I don't know. We'll see. I don't. Rem- I, I gotta look at. I the don't Patreon think they've posts. said anything, but I. I, I, wouldn't, um, I wouldn't be surprised. Let's put it that way. Yeah, but there's a ton, like, and then another one. I I'm on and off again just because they're they're a little expensive. But uh, DM Lair, like he does a Patreon every month, and then after the month's over, he'll put it the you know whatever the magazine on his website. And it's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of good shit. Same yeah. thing with like exactly like Arcadia. 
and his is like 15 bucks whereas arcade is like five uh, i think arcade is like, like usually him. seven but yeah yeah you i got grandfathered in for oh, the right 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 because i was an original patreon member yeah, yeah and then yeah, they're yeah. like hey if you're new you know an old patron you can stay on for five bucks or whatever and i'm like neat it's like like yeah imagine if wizards had their own official like arcadia you know yeah. like and it doesn't need to be huge articles or anything either like 30 oh. pages is probably fine imagine it's not that big yeah yeah imagine it's like you know oh here's a little 30 page article we just came out uh here's a new play here's a new subclass and like that's the whole focus you know like yeah. it, it, i feel like people would eat that up yeah it's smaller whereas, chunks of content whereas like, now it, it, the yeah. problem we have now is like this full book comes out, right? This full $60, soon to be $70, book comes out. And, you know, you look at it and go, okay, is there at least one thing in this book I give a shit about? Okay, yes, there's one thing. Is that one thing enough of a thing that I give a shit about to justify me spending $60 when I'm not going to use the rest of the book? Right, but then they want you to go to D&D Beyond where you can buy their books in piecemeal. Oh, you only want this one subclass? Oh, pay like three bucks and yeah, you can get it. It's they, like, they do, but that system's also like kind of clunky and you can't yeah, buy everything piecemeal. It's like if they just did it magazine style, it would be so much easier. Like, oh, here's a $5 yeah. magazine. Oh, that has a cool subclass. I want it. All right. Yeah, I've got that magazine. Oh, here's another magazine. Uh, this is a new set of weapons. Oh, I don't care about those. I'm not going to get that one. You know, like, it, oh, did you? So much easier. This, this reminded me. Did you guys hear too? The so the Big B's book. That's the, the first one coming out in August. Yeah. Uh. So I guess the Druid didn't oh, make yeah, the, the playtest either. At all. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just gonna be the Bro. which I like the giant the Bro. barbarian subclass. I thought it was fucking sick. But like, you're telling me you're increasing the price, and it's gonna have less content. Mm-hmm. That's wild. They also didn't go wild which, to be to be fair. I remember that I actually did that survey for that play test and I there was a like a um, it was like a Modron, but it wasn't a Modron yeah, yeah, race yeah, yeah. and it was really just weird. And I remember giving that not good scores because I'm like, I don't even know what this like. What? The Modron, oh, you mean the, the autonome? No, no, not the autonome. There was another there was thing. another one. There, there was oh. another one they were working on and it was this one was supposed to be a like playable modron without fully being a modron but it was it was too weird too clunky yeah and i was like uh, and i was also like why is this in the giant book yes yeah why is it like, in the why giant is, UA? why is this in the giant ua yeah why yeah. is this in the playtest with the ungabunga barbarian and the summon dinosaur druid like what yeah uh-huh that was it was yeah it 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 like yeah, I don't know. I just it's just crazy to me. It's like you're you're actively giving me less content and increasing the price. And also the last couple of books have been kind of rough. I, I just I mean, Jesus Christ, let's not forget how, how small Spelljammer was. Well, again, I, I they did that on purpose and I was OK with the box set format. Again, the smaller I'm OK content, with the box set format. But, but when you added I, them all together, they were less. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Seriously? Man, Spelljammer. Yeah. Spelljammer really fucking 
I, shot I genuinely me in the so try not to think about it. Yeah, Spelljammer was bad. Man, I, that one I fucked think, me up. I think Josh can attest that is the one thing that I talked about for years. Like, God, I want Spelljammer. God, Spelljammer's gonna be so fucking cool when it comes out. It was that was the only broke my fucking heart is what it did. <laughs> that was the only like setting book that I actually was like a little bit intrigued by, like in terms of set, because I don't really give a shit about setting books. But that one, I was yeah, like, su- Spelljammer is so weird that I was like, there's a lot of cool potential here. And they just yeah, I'm surprised because I remember I remember for years, like when everyone's like, just bring me Spelljammer. I want Spelljammer. I was the one person being like, really? I'm like, why? Like, it's because it's cool like, and weird. Like, it's it's well, no, well, it's because it's different. Nobody, yeah. But most of the people that were saying that were like, remember, I I saw that one post on Instagram where people were like, oh, we're coming out with this new thing for Critical Role, and the one comment was like, get this woke fucking Critical Role crap out of my D and D. Give me my fucking spell jammer already. And I was like, whoa, whoa, sir. Well, that's not how you react to that, but okay. <laughs> exactly, and I was just like. I'm like, is it the uh, a? I don't like saying old, you know, the old grognards, but like, you know what I mean, like the the legacy players. Yeah, it's the grognards. I thought it was just them saying Spelljammer, and then it just became a meme. Well, no, and then I, everybody wanted Spelljammer. I, I, and think, I was like, oh, I think the <laughs> I appeal. Like, okay. I think the appeal of Spelljammer genuinely came from a place that so many of the five E products felt like they were playing it very safe. And Spelljammer mm. is so weird and so different, or at least it has the potential to be so weird and different from anything yeah. else that people wanted it because they wanted a, a departure from what we've been getting. You know, everything, you know, everything up to that point was feeling even the guy, Magic the Gathering book still felt like mostly D&D were playing it safe kind of thing. But, but the idea of Spelljammer, it's like, oh, it's got fucking wacky space vampires and clowns with laser guns and shit like that's crazy. Let's go. Let's do something buck wild. Mm-hmm. And then they just squandered the shit out of it because they didn't really commit to the buck wild. Uh, I think, yeah, I think there's a big part of that, but I think what a lot of people want, maybe maybe, maybe not a lot of people, what I want um, is us to eventually hit Planescape so you can sort of do away with, like, maybe not do away with setting books, but you can you can sort of more eloquently flow them into one campaign, right? If you're like, well, guys, we're in, we're in fucking Faerun. We're not going to go to Amonkhet and with Planescape, you can do that like pretty well, easily. Planescape's on the way. It is, yeah. yeah it's it's but, uh, coming out this, this year. So yeah, after Spelljammer, you're not so excited about it anymore. No, um, I'm I'm fucking horrified. In fact, yeah. And then also, it's going to connect. They even uh, I don't know if the Fandelver book's also going to connect into it, but I know the Planescape book is specifically connecting something with Vecna into the yeah. creation of the you know new edition, not edition. Yeah. It, Which is just cool because Vecna does have a history with Planescape and like that's how he originally left Ravenloft. Just call it the rules refresh, Matt. Yeah, no, I, li- I like my overcomplicated version. You like the longer, harder to say sentence. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. But yeah. No. So I, I don't know. I, and and I'm also one of those guys, or where like I remember like looking at the art for like you know, uh, Planescape and shit. And I'm like, oh, this is neat. But as a setting, like it didn't, I don't know, for me, uh, I'm like, eh, same thing with Spelljammer. I'm like, this is neat, but I'm not like Jonesen. I was like, eh, this is, this well, is cool. That's cool. I think you would have been a lot more Jonesen if it was 
like if there was more to it, you know, like man, I just well no, because I do find there there is good material in the Spelljammer stuff. It's just it's like again the adventure. It, it comes and goes. Sometimes it's Spelljammer. Sometimes it's fucking Tomb of Annihilation. I mean, I don't even give a shit about the adventure in terms of like for the a monsters. The mo- most of the mo- well, the, hold on. The monsters are pretty. You know, monsters for the most part, right. most of the monsters are great. Yeah, mon- most of the monsters they go from being pretty good to like, yeah, again, uh, a little over deadly at times, but like good, like good, good design. Sure, but and then the player facing book where it was. The, the ships, the big crux of everybody, everybody's well, yeah, number that's one the whole complaint. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, why would you? It's just not design a ship. Like they honestly, had somewhat honestly, of a ship combat for uh, what do you call it? For Ghost of Saltmarsh, and then yeah, they developed all those vehicles for. Yeah, I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. They've had these trial and errors for years, where it's like, all right, you had Ghost of Saltmarsh for all these books. You had Descent to Avernus and Acquisitions Incorporated, where you had all these other vehicles. You'd think by now, or b- before Spelljammer came out, they'd take what they did and went, what didn't work, what did work, like, work on it, and then by the time Spelljammer came out, you can run decent ship combat without it with, without it being not fun, and they just threw their hands up and were like, nope, Honestly, you, know you do it. <laughs> if, if Spelljammer had come out uh, and the entire box set was shit, except there were really good ship ship rules and i don't mean just ship combat just ship rules in general just like a really robust rules set for the ships i would forgive everything else yeah that would have been a dub for me yeah i would have forgiven the whole rest of it i've been like well the monsters uh, are shit and the adventure shit uh, and the subclasses kind of suck but the ship rules don't <laughs> that i been don't me. know about that 100 percent. 100 percent. also i think there should have been some like cool wacky fun space equipment in there and they didn't do that either they barely did yeah Spacesuit. Yeah, there's a spacesuit, and it was a ma- it was a sh- magic and, item and the spell jammer chair, and it wasn't even it wasn't even equipment. It was magic items. I wanted yeah. like normal, weird sci-fi equipment or yeah. magic sci-fi or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I do I do like the new air bubble spell because it has uses other than spell jammer. Sure. All right. Yeah, I'll give True. them that yeah. one little tiny iota. <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh fucking spell jammer uh, I think it's really telling too because like almost immediately after spell jammer came out a bunch of third parties were like here's all this extra shit you could add to your spell jammer campaign that I made oh my god so many immediately I was like wow no, it's funny because right now too Adventure League uh, their major thing is spell jammer so they've been constantly since spell jammer oh came out last year they've been just making a ton of spell jammer adventures and everything which has been good you know for the life of Spelljammer but I don't know if anything's been like like besides like again third party shit of ship combat with that it's just right to Spelljammer adventure there you go yeah oh well I'm out <laughs> got any other points you want to hit Matt or do we want to uh, wrap it or I, uh, I mean real quick I guess if we want uh, I know Isaiah you didn't get really time to mention it but I know you, you really like the uh the wizard spells class features the the modify create scribe. Oh, yeah the create a spell yeah i, yeah. I was kind of curious what your idea your ideas for that stuff was uh and I'll, I'll preface it with mine first i think it's really cool i think it gives us a lot of shit that we've been needing in terms of like codifying certain things and not just being like eh, figure it out for yourself 
Um, once again, though, I just feel like they didn't go as hard as they could have. Uh, you know, like I was, I was bringing, I was talking about this with Josh yesterday. How cool would it, could it have been, right? If you as a wizard could change a spell based on your subclass, right? So like, let's say the one I keep using is, let's say you want to use magic circle, right? Like in, by rules is written, magic circle is a, an abjuration spell that creates a sort of magical barrier around you and keeps you safe from all the nasties and the outside world, right? Mm. What if you could change that as an evocation wizard to be like a magical boosting ring that lets you cast at full damage like an evocation wizard so you could shoot those out to people and have them cast at full power? Or what if your transmutation wizard could have everything do a split spell, right? So you can drop two fireballs or when you summon a monster, you can summon two monsters. Uh, hell, a divination wizard could do a thing where they like... Let's say you drop a fireball on somebody and you can put divination into it to uh, like force disadvantage or make it so that it negates things like evasion. Like there's so many insane possibilities that they could have really pushed. And, you know, we got some cool stuff, but it, I just I wanted more. And I mm. think that we still have a chance for that to be more. And I'm really hopeful that we, we do. That's all. I, that, that was my big thing. Oh, okay. I don't know, Josh, do you have anything on them or <laughs> of course. Of course I do. Um uh, listen, this is a game mechanic, so of course I have metric fuckload of opinions on it. Um uh, I'm not uh not that I uh, so I Isaiah's idea is interesting in terms of like the modify spell kind of thing. Uh mm -hmm. and I'm not against it. But not necessarily what I was looking for. You know, I I already said uh, fucking what was it when we were talking about the the sort of cinematic game design episode I already yeah. said what I wanted this to be and what I thought it was is a yeah. weave magical bullshit type ability you know like a, a, a spell and or class ability that covers edge cases because you know in a game you cannot possibly cover for every scenario ever right you cannot do that in a tabletop game it is impossible and if you try to do that all that you end up with is the overbloatedness of of games like 3.5 when you try to yeah. do it right so don't don't try to do that but by having in a as i call it weave magical bullshit spell or ability or whatever you know doesn't necessarily have to be a spell but a weave magical bullshit type thing by having that in there it lets you cover for all of the like weird edge cases that a player might run into where they want to do a cool, magical, evocative cinematic thing, but they can't because a spell doesn't exist for it or an ability doesn't exist for it. Or there's a spell that's like kind of similar, but doesn't quite hit the mark or blah, 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 you know, all this shit. I wanted it to be like a very fictional powered thing that lets you sort of come up with like, oh, uh, GM, uh, can I try and like, can I create these stone stairways to get up this wall so we don't have to like climb it or something? It's like, um, maybe you could use like the mold earth spell or something, blah, blah. Whereas if you had the weave magical bullshit spell, you would just say, GM, I would like to create with this spell, like transmute a big stone staircase for up to walk up to. And the GM says, okay, your stipulations for this are you could do it. Um, 
but it's going to take you some time. Like it'll take you, you know, 30 minutes or something. Uh, and you have to be present. Like you, the wizard have to be present the entire time it's there. And once you get away from a certain range, it's going to disappear. You know, like the GM, you give a fictional power and they give you a fictional stipulation back. Boom, bang, boom. The problem is that 5e is mechanics first and not fiction first in terms of how the game is designed. So you'd have to. It's just not going to happen because they're more worried about, like, how does the math work out? And also the other thing is 5e is a resource management game and having a very fictional centric mechanic like that is very hard to attach resource management to it and have it not be clunky, basically, and have it. I mean, I'm sure it's doable, but like uh, me having thought about it, it tricky to say the least. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's it's not what I wanted, but I also sort of understand I'm probably not gonna get what I want. And you know, also the I think probably part of the other problem is that the culture around Five E as it is currently, or should I say D&D, because really this includes the past editions, because the game is math and mechanics first, there's going to be a certain type of player who looks at the weave magical bullshit ability and says, can I use this to cast a fireball that does 500 damage? You know? And like, that's how their brain's going to go, and that's not really the point, but there's a certain culture around D&D that that's probably going to happen. And uh, yeah, it kind of ruins people's fun a little bit. When you, so yeah, <laughs> it's like I was saying to Isaiah, something that got me really annoy- annoyed about the create a spell thing that they put in the playtest is I immediately saw a bunch of people go online and say, oh, look at how all these fun ways you can totally destroy your campaign using this ability wizard put in the game. And it's like, <laughs> seriously? I saw those too. There was a ton Honestly. of them. And I was like, really, guys? That's your first thought is how can I ruin everyone else's fun? What the fuck? Come on. You know, like, so I know I'm not going to get what I want. Um, in terms of how could they adjust it to sort of get something good, like get something interesting in the re- in the, in the direction of what I'm talking about, I, I I don't hard to say. Like I don't really know what it would look like because a lot of basically what it, the way it works now is like you modify a spell and it's like you add a bunch of different you know you sort of kit bash the spell with like different options so it's like i would like to double the range i would like to change the damage type and then you solidify it with create a spell i i I guess just add i don't know more options or maybe make the options a little broader and a little a little less strict but God, I mean, the problem is you. there's always those jackasses who are going to just like try to ruin their campaign with it. So, like, I don't know how to deal with those people. I don't think you can. And I don't, I don't think, think you. Yeah, no, you probably can't. You 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 not only can you not. At some point, just stop trying. Yeah. If, if, if yeah. you being afraid and not you, obviously, Josh, but like royally the you. If you're afraid of the 1% of people who are going to try to shatter the the meta of the game, there's nothing you could do anyway, and eventually it just goes to make the game not the game anymore, or just stop playing the game, or stop making the game, right? Like, 
you really can't worry about those people. And I know that it's really like, uh, believe me, I, I worry about it too. Uh, my players are pretty good about it. I don't like really have a reason to worry, but I do, right? Mm. Uh, it, it's just one of those, if it comes up, you got to talk to your players and tell them to chillax, you know, under like on one end, understand that that's how they have fun. But if their fun conflicts with everyone else's fun, then you need to find a middle ground. And if you can't find a middle ground, maybe that player is not good for your table. And that sucks. I get it. But it, I hate to be the asshole who's like, eaty, what eaty? but like it really is, you know, mm. I keep joking with my players because they're like, they just hit fifth level. And so they're like, oh, I get access to spell. And two of our players are like, yeah, we're both going to get web. It's going to be great. We're just going to web all the bad guys. And I'm like, man, it'd be a real shame if I just threw a web eating mind flare dragon at you guys. Really <laughs> would suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> For every fight, every encounter. <laughs> and I joke about it because my players are good about it too. But it's also like from the DM side, it's like, ah, they're fucking doing the fucking web thing again. God damn it. Honestly, yeah. I, I get it. I, I wouldn't know what to do about that specifically. The whole like, oh, they're doing the web thing again, other than. Uh, it's not really an, like, honestly, it's not actually an issue. Like the web thing. It's just, you know, the the players that end up do they find the, the broken combo online and, and you as a DM being like, well, that just, you know, I had this whole encounter planned and uh, they solved in a minute. I don't really know what to do for the rest of the session. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> again, that's that's where you really gotta uh, be like, hey guys, I know that you really like doing this combo. It's really funny, you know. But also, you're destroying mm. everything that I'm trying to do and build here, and yeah. you're making the game not fun for me to run. And if the game isn't fun for me to run, then uh, I ain't you gonna need run someone it. else. To, yeah, I'm just not yeah. gonna do it. So, uh, yeah, help me out. And if they, you know, I'm not saying that your players do this, but if the uh, yeah, theoretical players. Good, right? fight yeah. you back on it and be like look I'm, I'm not gonna argue this with you like we need yeah. to find a middle ground or you're gonna need to find a new dungeon master like it, it, it is mm -hmm. what it is you know like yeah yeah I, I do think also the um the difference uh, there's sort of a fine line on the problem too where if the players destroy your entire encounter by accident Right, like they sort of come up with the crazy yeah, bombo yeah. combo thingy by chance, mm -hmm. and it beats the dragon in one shot or whatever. Uh, yeah. And that wasn't necessarily the plan from the get go, but that's kind of how it rolled no, out. That happens. Yeah, that's not so much of a big deal. But if they're going out of their way with every single combat to be like, "All right, how do we fuck the DM over?" That's where it becomes a problem. All right, guys, I'm gonna cast uh, cast darkness, and then you cast web, and because I can see, because I have the. The Eldritch Invocation that gets me, you know, I can just uh, hover over them and then I can just scab them in the dark constantly and they're in the dark and they're web and then, oh, you cast Milky Tentacles in that same darkness circle and just fucking <laughs> just ruin, <laughs> ruin the bad guy's day. Honestly, I, I, I always advocate for not doing this. I would be the guy that just gives every monster blindsight and be like, congratulations, you know, <laughs> it, it, because it, look, it goes both ways, right? There, there's a there's a of rules of engagement to, mm -hmm. to running a game yeah. you, you say i'm not gonna if you're if you've got that one wizard who's just like i counterspell everything that you know then you go okay well if you're going to do that literally all the time to the point where i can't run i can't throw casters at you because they're just not going to do anything then yeah. i'm gonna start throwing mage slayers at you 
And then you now you have to figure out it, and it's like, oh, you're being mean. It's like, no, I'm not being mean. I'm presenting you with a challenge that you now have to think around. Yeah. I mean, I told you that happened to me in uh, Storm King Sunday because I, I was the abjuration wizard. My job is to turn, make sure other wizards don't do their job. Other mages don't do their job. But when we had an encounter where they, the other, you know, the bad guys had two different wizards and a cleric. My life got infinitely more hard because I was like, oh, no. Not only can they counterspell me, but also I need to figure out where I need to put my counterspell. Also, there's a pallet anti, you know, anti-mage paladin over here stabbing me in the kidney. <laughs> Do I use my shield, my reaction for shield instead? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, Josh has done it to me several times where I, he just completely interrupts my rotation as Django, and I go, okay, fuck, all right, now I got to think around this. Uh, what do I do? What do I do? What do, I do? And you figure it out, you know? It's challenging, but you figure it out. Well, also, do you really want the game to be a cakewalk every single time? No, of course not. No. You know? Like, that's what I, that's what I, that's what I think about, like, that's what I feel like I want to say to those people. Like, do you want there to just be no challenge ever? Like, I don't, what do you want? Yeah, because half the times those the, the you know the I, I know it's not every mid maxing munchkin. I, I just I throw the phrase out there because it's funny. But uh, it's like, yeah, I want to win D. It's like it's like, you know, this is a social game, right? You know, this is a team based well, game where not one person fucking wins. Well, here's the thing, my guy. Even if you want to win D D, which is fine, because I, I I have that mentality sometimes. The problem is not necessarily the mentality of I want to win, but the thing that I'm saying is like, do you want to win with no challenge every single time? Because it's not mm. very satisfying if there's never any challenge to your victory. Like, if all you want is to win with no challenge, then like, just go play fucking video games on easy. You know, like, yep. just go play God of War on the easiest setting and shit. Like, I don't, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and, 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 and what you're going to realize is you're going to get bored because no matter how much you think that winning is fun, it's actually only fun if you had to fight for it. If you just get it for free, it, it's not it, like it's it, it, everything. <laughs> everything in life, if you just get if it just gets handed to you, significantly less interesting, not as fun, mm -hmm. even. All right, this is going to, you know, we're 18 plus here. This is going to get a little weird. If if people just line themselves up to fuck you all the time, if you just get handed the dick or the hoo-ha or whichever you prefer 24-7, you're not, you're at a certain point, it's not going to be fun anymore. You're not going to care. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, going to stop. You're going to turn into Rex from fucking Mass Effect <laughs> and hide out at the bar to try to not get clapped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> so it's like, the challenge is D&D is the same. You just keep getting easy W's over the GDM. It's like, what's even the point anymore? You know, like water's boring because you drink it every day. Like I don't water's real exciting if you're in the middle of the Sahara Desert. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this is a different rant and I don't know where why I'm going down this, but just shit. I just don't understand. Mm -hmm. Man, get oh us out of here. God! You know what's crazy? I oh, I'm so sad now. I oh. saw a take. Oh God! Jesus. Oh no! Uh, so, oh, that's right. Sorry. It's somebody said. Uh, what did they say? Oh, someone basically if you ain't was alpha, like, "You're a loser." No, they Ugh. they said. Uh, you don't need a. a 
you don't need any books to play DMG. You don't need the player's handbook. You don't need the DMG. And it's like, <laughs> I, what I are mean, you talking about. I mean, uh, all right, so on a technicality, on there a technicality. is the original. Hold on. In the technicality, there's the original SRD that has a couple of classes, monsters, how to run an adventure, all that shit. And then if you want to go I, ham from there, you're playing <laughs> D and D in, in extra hard mode. Matt, I don't sure. think that's what they meant. <laughs> no, I know that's not what they fucking meant, but I'm just saying. Technically, if you want to be a dickhead and be like, "Yeah, I don't need no fucking book. I ain't paying for D and just gonna print my own shit," <laughs> and you just fucking take your paperwork and yeah, I, I, oh, okay, I get what you're okay. saying. I don't think that's what they meant, though. No, so, I know. I here know. we go. Someone said. It's wild that Watsy thinks players are actually going to read the player's handbook. I've played with DMs who haven't even read it, much less the DMG. What? Oh, buddy. What? <laughs> the fuck? I mean, I, I, okay. You know what? Listen, listen, listen. You know, this is a, this is a, this is a foot fetish situation. This is a furry situation. I'm not going to yuck your numb. I'm not going to tell you your fun is wrong. I get what they're saying. They're saying you can play D D however the fuck you want, and you don't need rules. You could just throw dice and make numbers, and it is absolutely a true statement. But you have to understand you're a little bit on the fringe, you know. When you go to the furry the furry convention, you have to understand you're you're the one percent. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be, just you can you can have your fun. Just don't don't try to push it on other people. You know, just stay in your corner. You can wear your fursuit. Just keep it over there. I don't no, I don't want to put it on. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. Man, Anime Expo is going to be real weird with you guys. Correct. Saying. No, you know what fucking I'll say? No, yes, you are fucking weird. I don't... No, what you're the weird. fuck do you think you're, you're talking about? No, you're allowed who, to... Who do you think you are? <laughs> uh, who do you think you're Read the player's handbook. Wait, you're playing Maple Leaf then. You're That's allowed, fine. You can play Maple Leaf. You're allowed no to be weird. You can't make you're, you're allowed to be weird. You're not playing D&D. Like, yeah, you're not playing D&D. You fucking weird-ass high dude. Like, I don't know. I'm just saying you're allowed to be weird. Just don't get your weird on me. I just don't want you to rub it on me. That's all I'm saying. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't want you to put your weird weird juices on me. That's that's all I'm saying. I mean, just you know, be weird I'm over there. I'm kink shaming you. Don't worry about I'm it. I'm not kink shaming. I'm oh, just saying yeah. keep your weird juices over there. That's all. You know, uh, other side of the room, please. That's a that's a one piece yeah. fan take right there. Also, God with, damn it. Uh, and again, during <laughs> COVID, they gave out so much free shit. Uh -huh. PDFs, adventures, roll 20 stuff. They're still giving out free so, shit. Yeah, they're still giving out free shit. And so, yeah, if you wanted to not pay for D&D, like, officially, you don't have to. But you fucking should read, should read at least out of every fucking book, the player's handbook. That's the only one people sh I, I don't want to say you shouldn't, shouldn't, but like, that's the one that people that's the one. should probably the is well, the one. at that's, least that's, fucking look at. I, yeah. I will go as far as to say, if you don't read the player's handbook, you're not actually playing D&D. No, you're, you're not. Playing you're playing a maple-leaf role-playing system playing, based on D&D. You're playing your own game. Not, yeah, you're playing your own game. Like, you're, like, yeah. you're just playing maple-leaf, which again, not king-shaming. You can play your own like, uh, video You did game, say you were king-shaming before. Uh, oh, that's right, sorry. I am king-shaming. You can play <laughs> your own maple-leaf game. Just recognize what you're doing. And just, like, mm. go buck wild. Why do you, like, why are you bringing Watsy to this? If you're not going to read yeah, the book. Right? Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Wait, if you're not reading the book, don't bring Watsy into this fight. <laughs> How dare you not make your material free? Oh, it's like, all right. That's like that's like being Pornhub. Why don't you make more furry porn for me? It's like, what? Just, you don't. Are you good, do, Josh? Are you? I don't this know why. Weird thing that you're yeah, on right now. No, I don't know. It just seemed like a good comparison. It's not really. 
I don't know. He's watched Beast Stars. I think he's a furry now. God, it's fine. He's one of us. Matt, fuck off. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Matt, off. the dragon fucker. I don't know. I, I don't want to hear it from you, bud. Listen, it doesn't. Listen, dragons are different. They're, they're I'm just saying. Sentient, I don't want the beautiful, furries. majestic creatures. All I'm saying is, I don't want the furries' juices on me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, why did you call it juicy? I'm not. I'm not I here. said it I'm not here. Here. You didn't hear me before. Because you know, just, when someone becomes a furry, they, Isaiah, they just get a, a fluid gland yeah, inside them. And this is a separate. I'm getting out of here. I'm not. No, Matt, do the, Matt, just do the fucking talk out. I'm gone. I'm leaving. Uh, uh, I'm gone. Oh, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. Thanks. So uh, yeah. Thanks for for brain for for game brain dumping with me, guys. This has been fun. I just uh, we've gotten some rants out. I think this is good. This is good. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what's happened the last two hours. We went through the whole gambit of Wizards of the Coast to our own feelings to furry, furry stuff juices. like it's furry juices. Yeah, we went all over the place. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, you I know. don't know. Any any closing thoughts? I guess, Josh. Fucking we... follow us on whatever plat- podcast platform you're listening on. Follow us on Twitter. And hey, you know what? If you've been listening for a while and you're like, man, you know, I have a topic idea. I might, might want to hear y'all chat about. Uh, throw it in the comments. Give us a topic idea. We'll take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And for the record, I've got nothing wrong with One Piece fans. One of my best friends is a One Piece fan. Just don't do. have a One Piece fan take. He is, he is kink shaming you, though. I am kink shaming you, though. As a degenerate, shame on you. <laughs> Damn, that's really, that's really coming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, yeah, don't forget the brain dump at home. I don't know. I was trying to I'm come out. with some I'm catch. Done. I'm out. I'm out. Put it on, I'm a, out. Put it on I'm a shirt. I'm just going to hit stop.